You are listening to the Chompcast, the official podcast of Sword Chomp. We know life is precious and your time is valuable. So thank you for making our show part of your day. Hopefully we can return the favor by enhancing the grind of life just a little bit. You know, the Chompcast gives you double life experience points. Every I don't know why I keep doing that. Uh, every show is streaming and downloadable at swordchomp.com. Of course, we can go to check out all of our new reviews. Can buy Sword Chomp merchandise. Download our other podcasts. Support us on Patreon. You got to check it out. Swordchomp.com. And of course, if you're listening to the show, subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. And if you're on iTunes in particular, leave us a kind five-star rating. Helps us climb the charts. Get the Sword Chomp name out there. And if you're feeling really frisky, go to Patreon.com slash Swordchomp. You know, guys, I could not believe it. Doom Eternal was nominated for Game of the Year at the Game Awards. It's true. Um, I feel like Jeff Keighley had a dream to reach a much broader audience with the Game Awards. And that dream is coming true, for better or worse. You know, out with the old stuffy critics and in with the 80% Metacritics. That's right. This isn't your daddy's snobby Game Awards. No, 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 no. Uh, Well, truth be told, the... Game Awards were actually at one point the when they the Spike TV Game Let's Awards. Not, we don't talk about that. That was a rough few years. Uh, d- a dark time. Yeah, different kind of daddy. Followed by the Man Show. <laughs> hey, come on now. That's that was my that was my first experience with masturbation. That's that super unfortunate for you. <laughs> you were you were what nineteen when that show was on the air? That's not true. But I learned a lot about sex from the Man Show, which uh, explains a lot. Also, Dear really unfortunate. God. Possibly worse. <laughs> hey, Adam Carolla was a pretty cool guy. All right, and Jimmy, they're pretty cool. Guys. What? I like him. You don't like Adam Carolla? Uh. I don't have feelings about him. <laughs> Yeah, this I'll have to tell you this this theory he had about penis medicine. He seems like he sucks. Anyways, well, I don't know him. I have no idea. I have no idea if he sucks. Yeah, that's sucks why I said not. seems. I don't know him personally either. Yeah, hasn't he released like <laughs> 85 comedy specials all called Triggered or some variation of that in the last three years? I think years? they're called Yelling Into Microphones. Hmm. Yeah, I listened to his podcast and I wasn't super into it. No, you're um, thinking of Joe Rogan, but I get why you'd think of the same person. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? Um, uh, speaking of which, they finally put Chappelle's show on Netflix. And Netflix, I was yes. watching back through the beginning and seeing oh. Joe Rogan with hair was, was a trip. It's been know, such a long Joe time Rogan. since I've seen Joe back, Rogan with hair. <laughs> you can go back to news radio for that if you want, Josh. Mm-hmm. That's where you can get no, Joe Rogan with hair. <laughs> I was just watching that the other day. My mom was like, oh, that guy who was a popular podcast was on that news radio show I watched back in the day with Andy Dick. You were like Conan (laughs) (laughs) O'Brien? Anyways, um, you know, I thought maybe last year's uh, kind of weaker game of the year class was an aberration. I was wrong. So why were games like Doom Eternal... Um, nominated over games like Ori and Crusader Kings and Demon Souls with these really high critical scores. Hell, Half-Life Alex is supposed to be a miracle in VR. But how many people actually played it? The voting now more than ever includes influencers and a wider range of outlets and how those outlets vote for the game awards in particular. For better or worse, these awards are designed to represent everyone in the game's media, not just the snobby critics like yours Shut truly. Up. <laughs> and now they truly, truly do. 
Uh, they don't want a bunch of Morgans out there ruining their life. Uh, Jeff Keighley wants this to be the Oscars of the video games, as he said. Well, unless it's only watched and voted on by 50-year-old white dudes, I don't think that's the right comparison he wants to make. Well, it had but Muppets wh- last year, so we're getting there. That's <laughs> that's true. That's true. It was Pepe the King Prawn, but like, hey, we'll take Muppets. I, you know what? I Fuck that. That's a wrong thing to say. I like Pepe the King Prawn. Right. This has been your Muppets Minute. Pet. Can you back up, Pepe the King Prawn? I'm, I'm, oh, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah. Your Muppets knowledge perplexes me with each growing episode. <laughs> I've never thought that sentence would come do out you of know, mouth. Do you know? Who, <laughs> do you know who Rizzo is? No. Oh my God! This guy knows nothing about Muppets. Let's move I, on. Wow. I only know that one time I had a weirdly sexual dream mm-hmm. about Miss Piggy, and it's haunting me to this day. Um, no, that's that's understandable. Frank Oz is a very sensual. Sensual. Voice. I have similar dreams about Yoda to this day. Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, wink, wink. Um. Mm, anyways, that's the spot. <laughs> uh, no, Kermit wasn't involved. It was. There was I no was Kermit. doing Yoda. You can't just interchange Kermit and Yoda. <laughs> Is a bad Yoda Kermit? Is that what happens? No, uh, th- mm, that's not Kermit. What? They're not it's a little Kermit. No, goes, mm, I'm Kermit the Frog. Oh no! Oh, what is Piggy? Oh, oh, Morgan, I don't, I, don't, I don't really oh, know what you're no. doing there, Morgan. <laughs> Scooter, can we get can we get him out of here? <laughs> 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 uh, fully, I mm, I really want. I was thinking about this the other day, Rich. This is very tangential because you do a really good Trump voice. I was like wanting you to do like a correlation where like. There's a, a metaphor about Trump being upset about losing the election and complaining, but like it's a parallel to it being impossible to get a PS5 at Walmart. So like very sad. These you know this website can't handle a these few immigrants nerds. come across the border. They take your PlayStation fives. <laughs> they take them away from your children. They snatch them out of your homes. Bad people probably dead. That works. <laughs> that's, that's basically <laughs> what I imagined. Um. Anyways, um, we that shall was discuss. Wild. We had like Yoda, Kermit, and Donald mm. Trump here, all in like a three-minute span. Yeah, you know? that happens when Shay's not here because Shay is very. We get much all the like good guests stay focused. Days. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm always down for a good tangent. Let's see here. Um, yeah, sadly Shay's not joining us today. He is on a uh important private venture. That sounds more. That sounds way crazier than it actually is. He's on an important private venture in the Bahamas. Um, no, None he's just that's busy. accurate. He's just busy this week. Um, Pretty sure it's a work thing. Anyways, we got the help from the Instagram community at Swordchop, and we're going to talk a little bit about the Game Awards and some awards in general just for fun, uh, because they're actually, what's one of the funner streams that we do. Um, funner. More fun? More entertaining? You can more... use either. It's fun. All of the above. It's all of the above. Much like the Game Awards. Um, we also got some video games to talk about, like Miles Morales on the PS4. Review up now. Yakuza, uh, Like a Dragon with Rich. Um, me and Josh have been kind of quiet on the games front, but that's okay. We can still talk those games. And we have some really fun polls to discuss, like, do you consider yourself physically attractive? What did our audience No, say? next question. <laughs> and what is the best-selling game of 2020? I have all the answers that you seek. Um, we've almost already introduced ourselves, uh, but from New York, the one and only Rich Meister is here. Uh, he's Trump. He's Kermit. He's Yoda. He's <laughs> all of wow. the. Ab- 
That's the Whatever. that's the that's the triple threat: Trump, Kermit, y- Yoda. Right? Yeah, those are the three that once you've got them down, everybody's like, "Whoa, this guy's going places, not not anywhere of value." You can't like, stop like that. a, a di- like a dingy comedy club, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you can't stop that. Um, I was gonna say something like, "You're the what's the award you'd win this year, Rich? What is your award for 2020? You are you win the Chompcast Award for saddest boy." Saddest boy. Oh, that's very depressing. Um, a lot of sad boys this year. I usually I do some pretty good self awards at the end of the year, so I have some stuff. I have some stuff planned for that, but you don't have to be you don't have to be a sad boy, Rich. It's all looking up. You know. Please don't tell me how to feel. I mean, I guess some people enjoy the sadness. You know, some people. I've all. I think we've all known those people like that. They're just like perpetually depressed or vague, posting on social media, and it's like yeah, they, it just I, seems I like they like to be sad. Well. Yeah, it's crazy though that I know people that are still doing it in their thirties. Yeah, that. Yeah, that that yes. does perplex. You know, you know, it's perplexing. It's those people in your life who will like put like vague shit like that up on social media because unfortunately that's what it's used for. And then, you know, you try and be a, a halfway decent human and you're like, hey, man, just want to check in. You doing all right. Everything good. And they're just like, I don't want to talk about it. They'd be like, all right, well, fuck off then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tweeted about it. You don't want to talk about it. <laughs> My theory is that sometimes those people just they they don't feel like they have really anything interesting to say or add to the world, but they do want the, the attention or they want that reciprocation so that they take sort of like a, a no, pity route. You know? I, I think, I think you're right, me. but I swing so far in the opposite direction that like on the rare opportunity where I post something like that, cause I am feeling like that self depreciated. I've had like friends reach out to me and like, Hey, do you want to talk or something? I'm like, absolutely. Fuck. I have so much to say. Come pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, it's never me. Um, anyways, thanks for being here, Rich. We got a lot of stuff to unpack. Uh, thinking about swinging the completely other way. Joshua Fowler's here. That was um, ambiguous. From <laughs> Michigan. What could I mean by that? There's so many ways to swing. It doesn't have to be sexual. You could swing. But it probably is, right? I mean, he, speaking of swings. Oh, speaking of swings. <laughs> Joshua Fowler's oh. here. <laughs> I had the most famous before Josh's sex swing. I had the most famous swing at Sword Trump when I broke my leg, and then Josh had to assert me by uh, having the—that's the right word, right? Usurp? Did I say that correctly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it sounded right, but it like no, it sounded wrong, but I felt like it was right. Usurp? I don't say you're that. just you not don't... used to being right. You don't well, I'm not used to saying things right, but I'm used to being right. That's incorrect. Uh, I think so. <laughs> uh, you don't say usurp very often, do you? You don't get to use usurp a lot in your daily Not a lot. Rhythm. Not usurp. unless you're a Nordic king. Have you been usurping a lot lately, Josh? What kind of serpent have you been up to? More usurping than anything, but <laughs> <laughs> more slurping. You know, I actually this is random, but I heard um, when I was listening to the Boncast this week, jo- uh, Josh, that they were saying you could actually pick up like a slushy and Halo Three at a Seven Eleven. That was like a big deal. That you could actually buy Halo Three. Oh yeah, at, a, ba- at yeah. a gas station, which is wild. I-, I don't think you could walk in and buy it, but you could pre-order it. It was a real thing. Like that they is... had a big cross promotion going oh. with Microsoft. 
You could pre well, you couldn't so you couldn't pre order and pick it up at the store. You actually had to pre order at the store, and they would just send it to your house or something. No, no, you like I'm saying like they didn't have them loose to sell if I remember oh, correctly. Gotcha, gotcha. But like you could pre order it through Seven Eleven and then go pick it up at that Seven Eleven with a Slurpee. God, that is so weird. That mm-hmm. is so weird. Yeah, when you said Slurpee, are you guys? How do you guys feel about the Slurpee? I can't say I'm really a Slurpee aficionado fan or anything. I don't. I I used to go to like you know when you were a kid in the bowling alley we had that that puppy slushies those puppy slushies with the yeah, weird the, puppy the, the, pol- the polar bear one it's a polar bear yeah a polar bear yeah 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 and um that's slushy those I'm were good sure the brand uh, or, is slushy. icy slushy icy. it's yeah, icy I think, I think it's icy I think it's icy with the polar bear was it really yeah okay it's, Josh is correct um I I think my place had a puppy and they were slushies but now I, I don't know and that's I'm very confused. slush Possibly. puppy slush puppy was a brand. Was Could it? be that. Okay. Could be that year. Slush puppy. I'm gonna Google uh, it just real quick. Yeah, there were a few yeah, regional ones, but like I think the icy was a more widespread. I brand. had a Snoopy snow cone machine. Hmm. Really? Okay. Pretty dope. Everyone had one of those. What are you talking about? It's one of those machines that I feel like you say it, and like a million people suddenly like recall a memory that was buried deep from in cr- their brain. No. Everyone's memory is the same. I'm telling you this because I got All one from my your kids brain too. just rushes back and you can smell the gack. Absolutely. You, yeah. can. Oh, you, didn't, God, you didn't clean that thing. Not yeah. once. <laughs> the, those Snoopy machines, though, were like really fun for one day, but they were so messy and they were like a lot of work. And then you just like didn't feel like cleaning it or anything. So you used it for like Christmas Day. You had a great time and then you never touched it again. That's what I remember with my. Uh, it wasn't that big of a deal to clean. Well, a snow cone. Yeah, those are. Like you're putting water in it, so you yeah, it's just you like use ice it you're and then pushing you through. Set it to dry. And then a you slushy set it to dry thing, though, that can be a mess because those kind of have to continue to freeze and spin at the same time. So, yeah, those I back working retail, I it was my job to clean those things when it was time to, and yeah, that sucks. So yeah. I just remember drinking those lemon slushies. They were my favorite, and they were so goddamn good. Just, oh, God, just the thought of it right now is mm-hmm. I'm really, really nostalgic for it. Like It's like those school pizzas that were oddly delicious when you were a kid, but like you can't really buy them anywhere. Like For some reason, schools had very specific school pizza. You remember yeah, that? Yeah, like the, the square cardboard yeah. and sugar-tasting ones. Yeah. See, I was never a fan of those. On a ca- oh, Occasionally... Yeah. Um, the school would have a deep dish that was all right. Mm. That was more comparable to like what you might be able to get, like a tombstone or a red baron pizza. Yeah, I remember uh, those. I like the gross one, but I don't really remember. But every school could have been different for all we know. Every school could have had different kinds of shitty yeah, square pizzas. I mean, most of them are just, you know, whatever Aramark can't legally give to prisoners. Y- yeah, but yeah, exactly. And yet, I love them, which is so sad. The prisoners. <laughs> so so, listen, my my hey. aunt was was a. Here's always what I would say as a child, like, not probably in this like a uh, refined of a way, but I'd be like, listen, if you want to keep saying these school lunches are delicious, my aunt is the warden at a prison, and they sometimes get McDonald's. Damn. <laughs> you know, you know, I would still say that. Those shitty pizzas were a big step up from those, those nasty one dollar Tostinos. I'm not a fan of those things. You ever seen those at like Albertsons or whatever? They're like literally a dollar, and they're in a, they're just like a regular. I've cheap never seen ass. dollar ones. They're hmm. so cheap. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're like two bucks or something. Or they're real cheap. What I um, used to do actually is something that I learned because of the Giant Bombcast 
that Dan Reichert apparently used to do in college as well, and I thought I was the only disgusting human being that would get high with people and do this as well. Uh -oh. Which is, I take two of the Uno uh, pizzas, the frozen ones, and I would cook them in the oven on top of each other, so they fused into a giant pizza pocket. Mm. Jesus Christ. That's monstrous. <laughs> I've, no, I can't say I've ever done anything like that. I don't even know what a Uno pizza is. That must be a big city thing. Uno? Uno pizzas? Like UNO? Yeah. They huh. actually had, they had restaurants, I'm pretty sure, across the Midwest at one point. I'm, I'm just curious because I have legitimately never had an Uno pizza, and now I feel sad. Let me see. Uno pizza near me. Yeah, I guess it is a place. Uno's. Well, I'm sure it's no <laughs> sure it's no Sabara, am I right? <laughs> you can uh, only hope. You we're the guys hope. that invented deep dish. Okay, great. Um, anyways, I'm General Mountain Time Morgan here from Montana. Uh, we got a bunch of fun stuff to talk about today. Not just pizzas, not just uh, Miss Piggy porn, not just Yoda and Donald Trump being upset about not getting his PlayStation 5. No, we have a variety of important things. The haptic feedback is revolutionary, Don Jr. <laughs> oh, God, I love haptic. I was, you know, I was actually thinking about that the other day, like, and again, this is not meant to come as some sort of slight to Xbox before people get mad because Shay's not here and everyone thinks that when Shay's not here, we just, we just beat, we just push Xbox down and we all just kick it to the curb and I'm not smash beating anyone out. down. I play a lot of Microsoft software. I just literally don't need their console because yeah. I have a really powerful PC. Like, I don't need their box to play their stuff. If I did, I'd, I'd yeah. buy it. <laughs> yeah, no, I much prefer Xbox because they let me play their stuff with without the hassle. Yeah, of they to didn't make me buy console. a $500 box. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, if hey, that's the thing to think about, actually. If Halo Infinite did come out, I'd be playing it right now. Exactly. True. It's technically, yeah, it's true. You would. Um... Anybody, I was just thinking about how I wonder if, if people in Microsoft were kind of surprised, like, damn, they came out with this new, that haptic feedback. People are really loving that I shit. Would, I would didn't expect you... them to make a new controller, like, because, you know, know, Xbox is just like, here's the same well, I mean, everyone, everyone loved the Joy-Cons, so. Well, I don't know. Here, here's the thing. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft's working on something with that tech somewhere. It, the fact of the matter is, like, my understanding, and I haven't held that controller in my hand yet to tell you, is... People are saying, oh, it's kind of what Nintendo was promising with the Joy-Con, but actually realized. And that's super cool. I'm sure the tech is super cool. How I've important got a feeling that, like, every now and then, like, there are a few games that, like, Nintendo put out that actually use the Rumble correctly. And they used it really well. Yeah. And I've got a feeling this might be the same sort of thing, where, like, Sony's yeah, like, that some, you're going yes, to fucking yeah. use the rumble correctly for that's, these first couple things. Well, um, that's just it. And I, I think that's what's going to prove the life of this thing is, is this just going to be something that first party PlayStation games use really well? And if so, that's fine and that's cool. But like, what's the incentive to make a third party for, for anyone else really yeah. engage with this thing when it's not something that can be used on another platform? Like, yeah, I even heard really great ideas as far as those tension triggers go. Like, uh, people talking about, oh, an RPG where, like, casting is tied to the triggers. Imagine if somebody casts silence on you in an RPG and it literally locks the trigger. 
That would be amazing. Yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing. It's well, I don't really I'm not as pessimistic about that because I think it's just like anything out there. The tools are there and the the smart developers will use it. Oh, yeah. So, I, th- no, yeah, I'm of the same also, mind. I hope I see something touch cool pad on the PS4 for forever and that got used 3 times. I like yeah, that but touch I pad. mean, yeah. I don't think how I don't well, care but, how I mean, smart like, you are. You it, can't I think do it's the same thing. That. Like if it's yeah. not universal universal, it's just going to get ignored most of the time. I just and didn't I, expect to have hear people be so excited about the goddamn controller. That was a weird thing when we first read about haptic feedback. I'm like, great, blah blah blah. This is for a sales the record. Blah, 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 blah. This is a. This seems more substantial than the touchpad. I think you will see first party Sony games utilize that yeah. feature in smart ways. Well, I just don't see it going beyond that. I but that yeah. would probably be enough because well, that's that, mostly what people. Care I think about it's less anyway. intrusive of a thing to design around. Because I feel like something you, I think it's something you can go back in and kind of add after the fact. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, instead and you of can like, turn it off if you don't want to use it. So, yeah, yeah. So I just, I, yeah, I, yeah, that makes I sense. think that's kind of the. It'd be like any vibration function. The the cost of implementing it is way less than some of the other gimmicky things that we've lived through. Yeah, but again, that's just the the design philosophy is different. Like they're very much about their ecosystem and their console and xbox is just more like you know this is a way to play our games and they're not really so worried about that kind of stuff um i I just thought that was those innovations are neat it's cool that like they're out there doing that shit even if it ends up not sticking i like that's the only way you push this medium forward yeah it's it's interesting exactly like 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 we're mentioning with the the couple games that actually did much with it on the switch like the uh even that launch game, uh, one two switch. Mm-hmm. One of the mini games in that is yeah, that was the a, one. A marble in a box, and you have to put the Joy-Con in your hand and kind of move it like it's the box and feel where the marble's going. Yeah, and that was fucking awesome. Yeah, like because yes. like you can feel like there's something in there. Like in it's, terms of yeah. games that can use that really well, I'm still beyond furious. There is no WarioWare Switch. I am is, too. It is odd. That's really odd. Like literally, yeah. I expected a game called WarioWare Switched. How is that not a thing? Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. with that That's really strange. cool controller. I mean, maybe the development was going into the Labo stuff, but like, maybe I just I would yeah. much I want a WarioWare game so badly. Uh, Me too. We got a we got a Labo, but we didn't get the WarioWare Switch. Mm-hmm. Tragic. Um, of course. Then again, isn't next year the anniversary of? Wario, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll get some. Maybe next year will be the, the year Super of Wario. Is it the Super Mario Land anniversary? Because that would be was his first 91? appearance. That yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure ninety one was. I'm gonna I, verify that while you talk about other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, that was completely tangential, but just interesting. I'm excited to see what that controller even feels like. Um, no, eighty nine, eighty nine. But maybe that's just Japan. Hmm. Hmm. Let's anyway, see. anyways, nope. eighty nine, um, Europe in nineteen ninety. Um, so yeah, so it's you know, I definitely got some a lot a lot of thoughts on the Game Awards, and I was doing a lot of research for you guys to have so we could have a pretty good discussion about this. I went and looked at the 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 three big ones: the Dice Awards and the Baftas, and those are the big three you normally hear about in our space with the game awards and I'm they're sorry different. I lied 92 they're all god damn it <laughs> damn it rich <sighs> <Kill him. laughs> 
92. Um, so okay, get, all, get all the Wario out of your system. <laughs> That's get, impossible. Get all the warding out of the out of your system. Um get what is he, what did I say? Get all the warding? I don't know what I said. <laughs> get all the warring. I meant to say get all the Wario out of your system. Get all the warding out. I'm the winner. <sighs> you know, He's one of the people I do enjoy kicking their ass in Smash Brothers because he's got that motorcycle and he's just real obnoxious. He's a real fun one to uh but if you find someone who's a really good Wario in Smash, it's it's fun to watch because he's very unusual. The very unusual, like riding around on his motorcycle and just how they utilize it. It's very strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes me kind of sad they didn't give Cloud a motorcycle, if you think about it. Like I know they don't want to double up too much, but what if Cloud ha- I mean they already have one motorcycle character? It would have been cool if Cloud would have had a motorcycle too. Instead of a sword. And well, both, both, and <laughs> just do it all. Um, anyway, so yeah, so I want to get you guys this take. Uh, Josh, I know you're not generally happy with the nominees almost ever. Like last year, you were like, oh, none of these games should be nominated for game of the year. Uh, so this will probably continue that trend for you. Um, you will know, Josh, I mean, you will take some comfort, Josh, in knowing that last year's BAFTA award winner was your personal game of the year, The Outer Wilds. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell the- yeah, brother. <laughs> that game's so um, fucking good. Poor so Man's good. Majora's Mask, as they call it. Jesus and... Christ, you don't really feel that way. Oh, my God. No, I no don't. he's never played either, so. Oh, okay. Hey, yeah. hey, it's not true. I, I always forget. Me. Morgan doesn't play good games. <laughs> I played Majora's Mask. I did play Majora's Mask. Did you? I played I a little bit of Outer Wilds, but it was, I got, it was too much for my brain. I couldn't So fucking it. good. It's too much. It's too much for me. Um, but I did like the campfire. I did like the music on the intro screen. Oh, um, that song is called Outer Wilds. And I did like the giant mont- sea monsters, even though I just kept crashing because I didn't know how to land. So <laughs> it's very painful. I never forgot how to even land on a different planet. It was so, I kept crashing. I kept flying. I tried to slow. It was impossible to drive e- that you goddamn. You just got to ease your descent and then use the landing. Like You can have a really rough landing and the ship could still be fine. I, I for some reason I just had trouble like flying. You, yeah, you've uh... got to be coming in hot, hot for the thing to just blow up. I managed to do that really <laughs> annoying thing where I, I landed on that platform orbiting the sun. Um, that was fucking hard. Wow. Instead Why'd of you just do that? In, instead of going the normal way. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I I tried to do that like a couple times. I'm like, nah, there's probably some other way there. Then found the other way there. I but, did it like. Early on in the game, just to be like, I could do this. Yeah, like there are a couple of mechanical things that, like, just because the entire thing is simulated, you can do them. It's just you don't have to. I'm pretty sure I basically wrecked my ship doing it, but I didn't care. That wasn't the point. Yeah, yeah. Just I'm pretty see sure if you the can only thing the yeah. landing because yeah, that thing is moving. That is moving. You, you need to moving. match the, the the thing that's tricky is you need to match its velocity, not the sun's. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if, uh, if uh, like the aesthetic had been more my thing, I probably would have loved it because I would have probably fought through the, the uh, cryptic nature of everything. Because like I remember like fighting so hard to finally get somewhere, land on a planet, like read a wall, and then it. I was like, okay, this doesn't make any sense, and then I had to start all over again. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I just spent an hour I, of my life. I have no idea what's going on. I, like I, I get it. I guess you know. I'm. You're definitely not the only person that game just didn't click with, but I just loved it so ill so much it was just yeah i, I, I wouldn't it just i couldn't it, it's it, honest it's surprising my head to me around it. as somebody that like really 
loved No Man's Sky that you weren't into that? Because that was how I was like describing it to people. It's like a curated No Man's Sky. Well, yeah, but like I said, is the the aesthetic is a big part of it. So I think like maybe if it looked like No Man's Sky, I might have been more excited. I don't know. I don't if have it any answer. got writing down, if it looked blander. Uh-huh. Okay, got it. I don't. I don't think you've seen. Uh... <laughs> Only their inventory <laughs> management. Seen no Man's Skies. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just talking about like art direction kind of. It just wasn't I love, my. Cup I of love tea. the art. I, it wasn't my cup of tea. Again, uh, it, like I guess it just didn't click with you for whatever reason. Yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong yeah. with that, but. If only it was, it was on a Xbox One. <laughs> I think I actually played it on both. I think I played a little on PC and then a little on. I tried to play it with my wife. We sat down and tried to play it together, and yeah, and it was just we've really we, lost we, the topic here. We couldn't wrap our heads around. Anyway, that's no, that's part of the topic. So, oh, yeah, so I guess that's um. Fair. That was kind of like the BAFTAs side of things, and the, I have a bunch of other nominees. But and the Dice Awards, weirdly enough, you had uh, the Untitled Goose Game was the game of the year for the, Fuck which was yeah, very was. surprising. I think I played that game mostly in an airport. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I was on, on my way switch? to uh, Florida, and I was uh, mostly playing. And then I played a bunch of River City Girls. Uh, mm. On the plane, where uh, a, a good a, trip, t- two two children peered through the seats while I explained to my friend Vinny uh, to grab this Joy-Con because we needed to rescue our boyfriends. Oh yeah, that's so um, good. Such a good game. That is, it's on Game Pass yeah. now. Anyone who has slept on River City Girls, you have no excuses. Get on that. Get on that. Excellent. It's true. Anyways, but there are those games that are a little more, even though I don't necessarily, uh, <laughs> I still hope that one day God of War clicks with me as much, but there are some games that m- make the round tables. Like I was looking at 2019 for comparison, and obviously you know how you guys know how popular God of War was in the AAA space. God of War won the Game Awards, the BAFTAs, and the Dice Awards. It won all three of them. Clean sweep, all three. baby. Clean sweep, which is not super common. I'm pretty sure Breath of the Wild did too. I'd have to double check. So, so we'll see. Probably, but um, yeah, the game awards seem like they're going. Um, it's interesting. So here's the candidates. Let's see what you guys think. Obviously, I think we were most surprised that Doom Eternal was there. I think a lot of them were pretty, pretty much expected. Uh, you had The Last of Us Two. You had the Ghost of Tsushima. Shout out for Hades, the winner. Yeah, yeah, you had Hades. You had um Final Fantasy Seven remake. Mm-hmm. You had Animal Crossing and yeah. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal um, is the only surprise to me on that list. In terms of how stuff was received, it's the only surprise to yeah, me. Yeah, I don't remember anyone even really talking about I remember Doom Eternal being great. People being like tepid on it at best, which is kind of where I fell. Like I was like I, yeah. I had this conversation with Morgan earlier in the week. Like I don't think that game's like particularly fucking awful. It's just not as good as the first one. You like yeah, well, you were, you liked it more than we did, if I remember. Yeah, right. but were... like even reflecting on it, like I don't think it's game of the year status. It's it's more of the first one, and if I'm being honest, it's not as well executed. Yeah, I yeah. think our, I, that, we were that, definitely that, that still. I I do not get the Doom Eternal nomination there. That is just. I mean, there are other ones I disagree with, but I understand why they're there. That one the I don't they, get at all. Like, I just I don't, I don't see the thought process. 
I, I don't think anything else on that list is a surprise based on how it was received uh, when mm-hmm. it launched. It, it's weird because <sighs> technically speaking, yes, I was looking at it and critically it did look like Doom Eternal had um, better reviews than like than a couple of those games. But yeah, I, oh, I was just still surprised because you don't feel I feel like we're like as a group, we were a little not we're not off as in we're wrong, but like we just were not on that wavelength where a lot of people seem to really enjoy that game a lot more than. We did or thought other people did. To too. be fair, The Charming After Dark was one of the most excruciating nights of my life. I <laughs> encourage any, anyone to listen to it. <laughs> I actually thought it was fun because I just enjoyed ripping it for three so hours. I was so exhausted. And just... Well, that's what I was telling Shay about those being too long. I'm like, I don't think Doom Eternal needs three hours of conversation. It probably needs 20 minutes. But it got it. The writers uh... didn't have three hours of conversation. I was like, Shay, you're trying too hard. There's a, There's no story here. It's just... It, I uh, no, there's a story there. It's just not very no, good. No, there is. Yeah. Um, I but think even, we should have named those episodes "Rip" and then the second one should have been called "And Tear." That mm. would have been great. Rip and tear. It's like pen and teller. Can't have or one rip without and the torn. Other. Or rip and torn. Um, it, it, so it's okay. I, I there there's some there's some cool uh, Rizzo nom- and Pepe. Here, I'm gonna do. I want to run through some of these real quick because there are some cool things I'm sure we'd be happy about in other categories that we are happy they're nominated. But um, I want to say this firstly, like I think that a lot of people are going to be happy about those nominees from some of the comments I'll read later, even though, you know, we didn't personally agree Doom Eternal. The one thing I noticed looking at that, I was like, holy shit, like it wasn't just the highest rated games. And uh, there's some people in our discord that I know are big, like, uh, Ghost fans and Final Fantasy VII remake fans, and I'm like, I feel I'm gonna feel bad for these people because it's not gonna get now those are games. Those people are me. nominated, and then they um, were. Ghost and Tsushima they were, yeah. set the very... world on fire in terms of sales. That wasn't surprising it, to me. That's w- shocking. Whether me. you yeah. want to admit it or not, like Final Fantasy VII is important to a lot of people, and the parts of that remake are shaky. Overall, people really liked it. Weird, weirdly enough, the one this is gonna sound crazy when I actually stopped and thought about it. Because I don't think Doom Eternal should be there. Let's just accept that. I, don't I think I think that the the ghost one bothers me a little bit more, just because it has this. You know, we we disagreed a little bit on the story, right? Whatever, that's fine. That doesn't bother me. That's like everything. Um, and the art direction is is fantastic, and um, I'm glad. I hope it gets nominated. I hope it wins that category, or at least you know it has a good shot. Um, Cause it's just so distinctive looking, gorgeous. But like of all the games, that was the one I enjoyed playing the least. So for like for me, like when it, like the actual combat, I think Ghost of Tsushima less than is Doom. Not the, or are you just excluding Doom uh, still? If hmm, that's tough. I enjoyed Josh, playing could, it much I, more than Doom. I you enjoyed it more than Doom, even though you hated. Pl- even though I didn't like it, I yeah, I enjoyed the combat. And for the and, record, I like the combat in Tsushima. I think everything Josh levied against it is fair, but it worked for me beyond. Like, I I pushed those things aside, and it worked for me just fine. Like yeah. it wasn't I'm, some in, insanely of, meticulous thing, but it worked fine, and I enjoyed it. Speaking of which, have you heard any news? I need to go look this up. Any news of them? Patching out the world's worst pop-up tutorials. I don't. I haven't. Um, I have been wanting to get back to that game for the new multiplayer stuff because apparently mm-hmm. it's fucking great. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do I do think that there are and this is again these are not bad things or just like criticisms these are observations I do think that there is a strong strong fascination with like Japanese culture especially in America and other countries that like people are really excited about those like classic um like the films that inspired Ghost of Tsushima and stuff like I feel like people are able to look past some of those issues because they just really liked what that game is like I was legitimately surprised by how that game exploded because I had a lot of people. I'm just like, really? That that of all the games you played this year, that's your favorite? Are you on drugs? But I I've heard that a lot from people. So. I like that game quite a lot. The way I uh, tell people when they're like, oh, what do you think of Ghost of Tsushima? Is I say it's my favorite Assassin's Creed game in a really long time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. I guess that's fair. Um, I platinumed that game, baby. I put in the hours. Yeah, I don't know. It is yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, look, I played a man eater too, so I, I don't know what that really means. <laughs> what does that even Well, that mean? means you're a masochist, and I'm um, one of the people that like that game. <laughs> but you know what? Never forget, I do think that is my actually. You know what? That's got to be like Sword Chomp's underdog of the year, a game you were hyped as hell for, and then only Josh and I liked. I know that was <laughs> so I, bizarre. I, I, so I can, bizarre. I can say that I did not like it. I just when I went back and listened to that podcast, I think. Although I don't think it's a great game by any means, I think the reason I was so upset with it uh, was because it erased my save file. And when once I got emotionally distanced mm-hmm. from it erasing nine hours of my life, um, and then my wife was like, my wife always is like a nice voice of reason. Sometimes she's like, "So what'd you do whenever it erased your game?" I was like, "I played it again." And she's like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? If you hated the game, why did you do that?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me." Like, there's something about that game that is, like, hard to pull. Like, there's a lot of people I know that are like, oh, fuck that game. Yeah, I finished it. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's just funny. Like, there's a pool there. There's something there. Um, I like that game. Yeah. I, 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 I would still say really I like, like that game. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Again, I like it. We too, both but... put it on PC, and I think that was probably a big part of it because the console versions were completely fucked. Th- that might have been yeah oh, like, yeah yeah i remember us discussing that quite a bit that like uh you and i are both playing it on our very powerful pcs and be like it runs great no issues <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah even despite it not being the deepest in the world i'm curious to see how the ps5 version is improved like that could lead well, i mean if it just runs properly like playing on a pc well, it's gonna make a big difference because here's the thing to know that game could be night and day even on its existing console versions because Tripwire as a studio supports their games. Like we're talking mm-hmm. about the team that made Killing Floor. Like they supported those games for years. They are not yeah. the type of studio to like release something in shitty shape and leave it that way. Yeah. If they they're not going to jump the shark, so to speak. No, that doesn't really work. That's not what jumping they, the shark they, means. Yeah, they require <laughs> um, you to jump the shark yourself. Yeah, they. I did. So I they, jumped very high for those license plates. Let me tell you. We're talking I about happy tri- days, right? Sunday, Monday, happy days. Do you know that? Do you, what do you know the oh, origin yeah. of the phrase "jumping the shark," Morgan? Yeah, it's um. I think it was like the Fonz was like uh water skiing, right? And yeah, yeah. There's an episode of Happy Days where the Fonz literally jumps a shark. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's incredibly amazing. Quite frankly, yeah. No, we all <laughs> we all love Ron Howard. I just need to get that clip forever. But yes, I'm familiar with the term. I know all sharks. I know a bunch of useless sharks. Yeah, you're that guy way. from um, It Can Fell. Yeah. Yes, yes, that's correct. Um, the shark fact guy. Hey, I'm hanging was... out in the library. How much do you know about sharks? <laughs> cool. 
Yeah, and like I said, I I do like Man Eater. It's just I had such a bad experience with my with yeah how it ran and then deleting my game. And yet, despite that, I finished it and hundred percented it and got the platinum. So you know, despite that, take- I will be pre-ordering Man Eater too. <laughs> Did Man Eater get fuck yeah? I will because I'm in. You right? know, I just I'm that guy. But um, we better I, get a code for Man Eater too. If it's oh yeah, if we're not- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we gave them the best press they ever I, got. We, be- I we better we get, get codes for Man Eater. I think we two. get four codes for Man Eater too. <laughs> I'm looking for Man Eater in these awards, and I I am not seeing it. <laughs> Unfortunately, Man Eater snubbed by the Game Awards. Those Did I already make make this joke? And I still think we should do it on the Game of the Year podcast, where there's zero discussion, and we just go uh, and we give the award for best shark game of the year to Man Eater. There should be a be- best shark game of the year before would have been Sea of Thieves for the Megalodon, which is great. Uh, or we could just sh- do best shark in a video game. Yeah, best shark <laughs> in a game. Shark, be- Man Eater, best shark in a leading role. Yeah, we give it to the shark from Man Eater. Yeah, there's some there's some nice sharks in Crash, but it's not going to be anywhere near that. Mm-hmm. Um, we give it to Street Shark number two from Street Sharks. <laughs> Straight sharks. But, uh, God, how did we get on the man-eater thing? Good fucking God. I don't even know. <laughs> oh, um, so, but but I think representative-wise, I think people are going to be happy about this. Like, if you talk to people, just judging, judging from our conversations and our Discord and stuff, I, I feel like other than Doom Eternal, they, they need... Why do you... Here's a question for you guys. Why do you think... I was looking at it, it Ori had way more reviews and a much higher review score. I Why do you know. think... I, I have a theory, but why do you think Ori got snubbed? I have no idea. Like, and I haven't even finished it. Like, it's a game I plan to sometime this month to get back to because I was loving what I played of it. The people who were talking about that game loved it. I, I literally don't understand why it got snubbed. I, I think it is, it deserves to be on that list way more than Doom Eternal. Yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, I I don't I don't see why it's not on there other than possibly and I think it's a stupid reason if it is, but like well they have Hades on there. That's another 2D indie game. Like what what the <laughs> one indie game quote <laughs> quote massive air quotes um, around all yeah. of that, but like I, I don't I my theory is just that the the game awards are becoming a little bit more about so the the way the voting is done is interesting because it's a committee it's well they have so like I was listening to Jeff Gersman talk a little bit about how they handle it whenever they get their awards and then you know kind of funny and people at Rooster Teeth were kind of talking about it last year although I didn't see them on the ballot this year which was kind of weird so I don't know why Who they were you talking see on the about ballot? it um I'm sorry, I didn't see them in the the listing for like the the press Ooh. that the voting jury Rooster Ooh. Teeth, Rooster Teeth. Okay. Um, I don't. So maybe it was just Alana or one person from well, whenever she was with Well, parts of Rooster IGN. Teeth are. I mean, like technically, kind of funny is a part of Rooster Teeth. And yes. On the ballot. Yeah. But here, here's. <laughs> um. But that's the tricky thing about these things. So, like, everyone – my understanding is that, like, if we were part of the the voting jury, they would send us, uh, like, a nomination paper, right? Yeah. And it would go – we don't necessarily have, like, a editor-in-chief, but let's say the place does. Like, whatever the place On is. On my Twitter, it says I'm the editor-in-chief. Uh, or a EIC. <laughs> I am in charge of written content. 
or like a co-founder or something. And then they are supposed to basically go to the people at their company and you would make a list. Like you'd, you'd pull us, we'd pull us all. Like we'd have a group discussion. We'd sit down and be like, okay, we want this to be our number one representative. This be our number two representative. This be our number three representative. And you would go through all of these places. And some of them like kind of funny. Yeah. They have people like Greg Miller who used to write, but they have people on there that are just influencers or people that you've came out of nowhere that could obviously be getting votes for these games as well. That's not, I'm not discrediting any of these people's opinions by saying they're no, not. No, no, worthy. no. You don't have to be someone that like fucking writes reviews of games. Like, you weren't writing formal reviews of anything until you decided to just take a shot at it once I started doing reviews on the website, Morgan. like Exactly, that, exactly. You you can critique a game without having to write a, a formal review. I, I don't think that discredits your opinion in any way if you're or somebody being literate. Who, well, that's an important factor in my opinion, but uh, <laughs> not all 50 states agree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, big congrats to Mississippi for finally desegregating their high schools. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the country's yes. bad. Is what uh, I was but saying. But no. But what I was what I was just getting at is that the way they handle their voting is some of those other places are a little more particular. And in in Dice, I believe it's the game developers mostly that are voting on other game Dice, developers. Dice, so, Dice is a developers award show. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the, that's the interesting thing about what the game awards has become is I do think it's a more about reach and when i look about look at those games that are nominated last year and this year it's about i think that ori just did not uh, not enough people voting played it that's my theory i don't think enough people voting same with the outer wilds last year like that won a bafta and it was nominated a ton of places it didn't even get a nomination for game of the year at the game awards last year yeah but i think i think it did win best either indie game or debut game or something like that um it was who developed it? Annapurna published it, right? It 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 did win something, but it was like one of those like sub. Yeah, I think it was their first game because it was, it was I originally think, a student I, project. I can't remember the. Okay, they called their company, I but yeah, it was their first game. I I didn't remember because I never met the actual dev. I when it was like you know being gussied up that year, I had a meeting at PAX to see that game, but it was with Annapurna. Like I didn't meet the developer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think they did more of the showing the game around because it was it was it was initially a student game that made mm-hmm. the rounds on uh I don't know, it was HIO, HIO or, HIO, or yeah. where, but but it was you could play the student version of that game like for the longest time and then Annapurna decided that they wanted to throw money behind it. Gussy it up, yeah. Yeah, get it get it looking pretty. Um but yeah. Yeah, I I can't remember what they called well, like we could look it up we should know yeah. this but yeah it was it was their first game it was it was um morgan uh, interesting thing that uh actually like you, you kind of drew my attention to because i wasn't thinking of this you talked about earlier how like untitled goose game won the dice awards and i think that's indicative of these award shows like you're saying i think games like this have a better shot at shows like the dice awards because the dice awards is a developer's award show and I think mm. developers are more prone to throw their back and plan, like, we should really bring some attention to the indie standouts this year. Like, yeah. we don't need to talk about how awesome Cyberpunk was. CD Projekt Red doesn't need our fucking help. Like, yeah. we should talk about the super cool stuff these small groups of people are doing. Yeah, because, well, especially for developers, like, we've mentioned this before, how so many big developers, especially, are just like, 
pulling things from absolutely everywhere, just inspirations yeah. from all over the place. Um, so yeah, having having the developer awards be for people that are showing them new stuff, giving them you know new it, it, directions to take something is that is, is the only yeah. show, really important for developers. Yeah, that's the only show that it, something like un, Untitled uh, Untitled Goose Game would win at because it is beyond like all of us love that game. I don't think any. I think you're a cynical prick if you're going to tell me you think that game was crap. Um, but, like, you know, as, as a developer, I can imagine, like, seeing something like that. And you're like, what a unique, like, simple, smart idea. Like, that's the kind of stuff you want to put on display. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. It's one of those games for me where I, like, acknowledge how in that it's a, it's a nice thing, even though it's not really my... Like, I play it with my kids. My kids love it. And I played it. I was like, I get this. This is this is really cute. And your kids should host the show. But like, yeah, it's just it just doesn't hold my interest. But no, it's very it's long. a kid's game. Like oh, in the Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, it's a oh kid. Just like into the Spider Verse. <laughs> yeah, my kids like to play Goose Game and then watch into the Spider Verse. It's weird. It's like one after another. I can we wrap the show up? <laughs> <laughs> also, my kids are Rich and Josh. Um, no, it's uh. I still, know I still Pepe the King Prawn is. I don't dis I don't dislike it. It's just like I said, it's there's for me there's always a big difference. It's like we get in this is the big thing I always get in with people and it just drives me crazy. It's still a little subjective, but I'm like, for me, there's always a difference between my favorite game and what I think is the best game. Like last year, of the games I played, I felt like the best game was probably Resident Evil. But that wasn't my favorite game. My favorite game was Death Stranding which would have probably been more like four or five on my list, you know? So, like, I'm able to differentiate... On your list of most boring games? Uh, <laughs> yeah, most boring walking simulator games. Like, no, I um, get it. Like, that's why you didn't like Into the Spider-Verse. Like, adult films, they should be about walking <laughs> and mm-hmm. plot lines that don't no go Man's anywhere Sky? and make no sense. Walking? That's all you do? You just walk everywhere? I mean, come on. It's a walking Did simulator. Did I that's link you guys the... Um, that Steam free to play game that's literally just like Death Stranding, but you're an anime lady. I oh, think that so. Terrible. I don't know if you did or not, but I remember seeing it. So it might have been you. I was having this conversation with. Josh. Well, I mean, to be fair, Death Stranding did win a lot of awards too at the Bathurst and the Dice Awards. Not game of the year, but it did win like some other stuff. Yeah, technicals, music. I but anyways, on Death um, Stranding more than it deserves because it's a meme now. But no, and I still, the one I still thing actually I, really like playing the game. I just. Oh, we've talked about it before. Like the yeah, gameplay is the thing I liked I about it. It's the story that Maybe makes me hold story. my head in my hands and cry. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's that, about, that story like about sad, tracking right? down materials so Conan O'Brien could make you a hey an otter hat. Otter hat, pretty great. Yeah, What's wrong with that? That's the best, best narrative of the last decade. Well, I wish you'd have said that on the podcast. You um, did just this one. <laughs> I just need to get that sound clip. You know, I will <laughs> just. <laughs> Just gonna repeat that over and over again. The I think um, Shenmue Three was the game of the year, and I still haven't broke the may, seal on it. Maybe, mm. maybe it somehow. I think it just went on sale. In, maybe, I, maybe I should it, grab that and we can rip that bandaid off fell. together. <laughs> we should, oh, Josh. We should stream it together. Oh. But but all of it, one through three. Oh, Ooh. hey, look. Someone in Japan felt strong enough about the state of America to make a game about bringing America back together. You never know. Maybe it had some sort of effect on where we are now. Bringing America back no. together. If it no, did, it, it was it, a negative impact, clearly. Look around. No, a positive impact. We're in the middle the of a coup, Morgan. No. <laughs> 
no, we're coming back together. It's the beginning. That's not what's happening. Have you watched the news? I don't watch the news. Um, <laughs> I, I, the why would I want to watch popular, the news? It's going to be depressing. A, a popular, favorable polling currently in one party. A coup well, is polling favorably. That's, Hell yeah, brother. No, I actually I do don't watch think more Death Stranding like accomplished what it meant to. Well, I, I mean, look, you could say that we got Trump out of office and, and maybe that was it part of it. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, unless he's going to be, until he's physically removed. You never know. These things could play. There could be somebody out there playing we'll that talk, game. That we'll goes, talk again okay. in January. We yeah. need to bring America together. He's the president <laughs> of jack shit. Games about bigger <laughs> things than games are about. <laughs> That's what they were. That was a good one, right? <laughs> That was his big jab at uh, Trump, wasn't it? His big yeah, jab at Trump. Absolutely. Really subtle. See, I think you. Well, th- you know, Kojima, he's, he's a subtle man. Very, <laughs> very subtle. I think he just imagined that people are going to be it's playing like that in America. They were going to be like cheering directly after you know another, I, you know, protagonist from an '80s movie. You know what I've been thinking about more and more. I don't. I want. Um, I want Kojima to take a quick break before he makes his next game. I want him to write a Yakuza game. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I could work. That mm. means weird enough. He could Doesn't that the sound like intriguing? I would, yeah. I would play that. that yeah. Yeah. It's, much, would, it's, it's in line with that whole, like, I want Yoko Taro to make a Final Fantasy game. I want Hideo Kojima to make a Yakuza game. Yeah. Yeah, they were saying Yogotaro was supposed to, but he didn't. Although the new Fantasy game looks interesting. Anyways, anyways, back on topic. Um, point being is that this, the Game Awards has become, it's not even necessarily a bad thing. It's just more about understanding that it's a little bit more about the reach of the game and it being successful than just, it seems like if you look at like games like Outer Wilds and Ori being snubbed over the past couple of years, you can draw a pretty, I think, reasonable conclusion that that's the way the voters, because of the voting panel, is going to trend. Um, I don't think you're wrong. I mean, it's hard to trace exactly where, where that goes, but um, it's just, I, I don't know, it's... You're going to see that trend there because you're getting all these differing opinions and people who, like myself, who have written about games for a number of time, like, look at games a different way in a sense. Like, I could walk away from a game really liking it and still give it an unfavorable score because, like, it's almost like what you said, Morgan, like, what was the best game and what was my favorite game? I've had years where I'm like, I really like that game. That was one of my favorite games this year. That game's dog shit and doesn't deserve to be game of the year. Yeah, it's I know it's it can be conflicting. Is you know my favorite game is not always the best game. Sometimes sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. But I mean, I've had those moments where I genuinely enjoyed a game, which I go, when you break it down, this is objectively not good. There's too many flaws, but yeah, it was still up. Like I think I fucking walked away saying I really liked uh, that One Piece game that came out like two years ago, but I still gave it like a four when I reviewed it on Destructoid. Mm-hmm. That that was my only thing when I looked at these nominees. It was not to bag on anyone's games that they love. It was not to say like, "Oh, Ghost of Tsushima and Doom Eternal are crap." I'm not saying that at all. I think they're I think that they're good games. The, my my issue is just that if I'm looking at the best overall game of the year excellence wise, the the f- for gameplay, I would have put Ori on there instead, and I would have. I mean, to be honest with you, I'd have to really think about 
what that I want to, you know, taking it seriously. I I think the gameplay has to be really good. I know people are going to disagree on story. That's always going to happen, but I just think the gameplay has to be excellent yeah. because it's the most important part. That was my only I I think the gameplay in Tsushima I guess is fine, you know, but like fine for me is not like a game of the year contender. That's not the way I view it. Um yeah, I do kind of I I think there's something to say about the whole it being not like it sounds sounds like I'm being dismissive, but more of a popularity thing because again, this is this to be fair. That's kind of important in this to sell industry. advertisements. <laughs> like that's yeah. that's that's the point of this thing. So they're just selling them directly to the internet provider rather than Spike TV now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like I, I I think I think it's got to be popular enough. Like they they have to be big enough games that people are going to want to tune in so that they can then sell ads. Yeah. Um, but 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 these are people in the industry to some degree. I know a lot of them are yeah. well respected, and but like I said, you don't know how each publication is hand, handing out there. Like, how do they get everyone in their office to vote? Like, it's all different, and some of those people are the results speak for themselves. Like you're saying, and um, again, I think and it's each actually publications got to handle that so differently. Like certain yeah, publications are much mm-hmm. larger, whereas like kind of funny is like 10 people i'm sure they just sat down in a room together and talked it out yeah and they're at a vastly different 10 people from greg miller a very well-known beloved ex-journalist to probably some guy you've never heard of you know what i mean um like greg i don't know cool greg or something uh it's (laughs) just some dude i don't know i don't know did he get a vote my point is not that their votes don't matter or they're not worth anything my point is that it's a I like, like to imagine a, Cool Greg's vote would have been like, Cool Greg, what did you think about Ghost of Tsushima? He'd be like, game's dope, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. I don't mean that in a derogatory sense. I mean that like no, me it's either. a little bit more casual. He seems uh, like a and, chill and, guy. And, <laughs> I'm cool with him saying that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and there are, you know, it, it, it always sounds like you're banging on someone's game of the year, but no, I'm just oh. saying for that category, I'm just like, really, do you think that was one of the top five like game experiences and some people will and you know what at the end of the day i think it's in some ways smart because there's gonna be a lot of people that love that game that are gonna be watching the award show so it's that's why i don't think it's anything like the oscars at all i don't think i don't i know that's what he wants because everyone thinks of the oscars but the oscars are not here's the, here's the thing and this is why i'm looking forward to us doing that stream again i actually don't care who wins the game awards you just like the trailers. The huh? the announcements are really yeah. fun. Like because, yeah. especially this year where we've had no big events. Like mm-hmm. those are fun moments. Like last year when we got Joker in Smash, like that was fun. That like, wasn't last year, was it? That was the year before, I think. That wasn't with you. That was I don't remember that being with you cuz you would have lost your shit on stream if you were here. I'm pretty sure that was last year. Um, because I remember being obsessed with Smash Brothers last year when they were releasing it, and it was at the end of last year when the Game Awards happened. But anyways, the the larger point is that yes, it's a lot of fun. I think that the that is, and like honestly, the awards are just fun because if something like The Last of Us Two wins, I'm going to be insufferable. People are going to hate me. I'm going to be the most oh, insufferable. I'm going to be more insufferable than I am now. So you better. Re- 
root actively against. I'm going to be the worst human being on the planet mm-hmm. for for yeah. The at only least. thing that one really deserves is the accessibility one, which it absolutely oh deserves the really nom cool and that. the win. Like it deserves to win that one. Um, with yeah, the the customizable like stuff you could do with the difficulty and the sliders on that was fucking yeah, the accessibility on that game. I wish I really do wish every like. I don't even need to use half those things, but I wish every game would have that. Mm-hmm. Just excellent. Record. It's excellent, especially in a big game like that, to have so many... Yeah, just so much customization for what you need. When I went with. to vote, I voted for, um, I voted for uh, Laura Bailey, not because I don't uh, like Ellie more as a character, but for the best performance, but I felt like because of all the shit she got being Abby, I was like, I kind of think it'd be kind of fun if she won. I thought uh, you were going to say, but because <laughs> you play as her in the second half of the game, so I remember it the most. <laughs> <laughs> I would pretty much, yeah, the only category for me that's no surprise that I wouldn't vote for that game in, I would probably, for art direction, I would definitely lean toward, let's see, let, let me pull it up. I'd probably lean toward Ghost of Tsushima. I think, yeah. Just, that game has such a nice. Do Actually, you guys no, think no, that, it's gonna Hades. be Hades for me. You think so? I completely yeah. forgot Hades is in the conversation. I would lean Tsushima, but what would me. that one? That yeah, one, what would you guys do? It's close, but I think it's Hades for me. You would pick Hades. Yeah. Okay. Oh man, that's crazy. It's gonna be our game um, of the year, so you might as well get used to it. <laughs> Funny. Okay. I'm sure. I think it'll get a lot of love during Game of the Year, but I don't think it'll be the Game of the Year, unfortunately, because of me. But I'm not going to be here to try and bring it down. I just I don't have the same level of passion for it as you guys do. But I definitely think it's a good game. Uh, let's see. I think I think it's a well made game. I see why it was nominated for Game of the Year. I don't have a, you know, any sort of strong issue with it. Um, best art direction. Ori's in there too. Hmm. Ori's. A, one of the few games I've seen this year that like made my jaw hit the floor. So, <sighs> competition's tight you know for that one. Yeah, toy. You know, best narrative is interesting because obviously you guys know my choice, but there was a game in there I had never heard of. Thirteen Sentinels. I we guess talked Rim. about that on the show. Like I a month played ago. that. I must have not been here. I must. Jesus. I could have been putting yeah, my kid right. to bed. As soon as I something. saw that that one got nominated, it was one that I was intending to play. I reminded Rich that it had come out, and it's, then I didn't get around to playing to me. it. But now that it's gotten, nominated, I remember him sending I, the. I probably the need cover. to playing it. Yeah. After I, I looked into it, I remember the cover. Really fucking like this game. Did you Did you talk about this? There's no way you talked, I talked about, about this, this a lot. Movie. Yeah. No, I've no, I've been here every. Oh I need to go goodness. back and find that. I'm here every goddamn conversation. I don't remember any of that. Uh-huh. I talked about this game a lot. It's Vanillaware's. Uh, New game. It's really smartly written. I love the way the story doles itself out. Um, I'm still not done with it. Actually, I've been slow going. It's a lot of game, but well, that's yeah, that's probably an issue for a lot. That was like one of those like, whoa, that's a. um, I'm there's so there's too many. The problem for me, like I'm not even kidding you. Every nominee and best music is one of is one of my favorites. Like from let's see, Last of Us. Ori, Hades, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Doom Eternal. The thing is, 
Mm. People don't know this, but if you listen to my Doom Eternal interview with Mick Gordon, it's hard for me to vouch for that because I know that Bethesda fucked Mick Gordon on that a little bit. And uh, he was too nice to say it outright. So, well, but, I don't think it was he was too nice. I think there were non disclosure agreements involved. I think he told well, you what he was allowed to talk about, is my I know, guess. But I'm, tr- I'm trying to paint him in a positive light. He was too much no, of a joke. I don't think saying that paints him in a negative light at all. <laughs> it sounds to me like he got screwed over and he talked to you about what he was legally allowed to talk to you about. I don't, I don't for a second want anyone to think I'm saying he's the bad guy because he's, he's not. I'm not on the corporation's side. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, we get it. You're saying he's the bad guy. I get it. Um, <laughs> do you, so the one character that okay, so I was looking at best performance. Let's see. Uh, of course, you had the the two Last of Us characters. Sorry, Troy. Then you have Dice Dice Suit. I can't pronounce his name. Um, cardboard Jin Sakai. Then you have Logan Cunningham, who was Hades in Hades. Um, so I guess they picked of all the Hades characters, they picked. Hades. Do you think that's the right choice for Hades? I would have gone with Zagreus um, or even um, I'm trying to think of some of like the stronger characters to me. Tha- I really like Thanatos. I don't know about you, Josh. I think it would have had to be somebody with like the most speaking like, role. Like the biggest presence there. And I think as far as that goes, I think Hades is still the biggest like if it's not Zagreus, it's probably it's Hades. Hades. Yeah, hasn't he done a lot of voices for other uh, the games they've had? So maybe it's like He's a lifetime achievement nomination their, kind stuff. of a thing. All their stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I some get... you know who else could probably as far as who has like plenty of speaking roles. I think uh, Megara could be a contender yeah. for me. Yeah, Megara is great again because she's an early boss and and also with other story yeah. stuff going on. And she's this. one of the only bosses who like appears in the hub world every now and again in between runs. Yeah. But yeah, it's hard to argue with a prominent character like Hades. So mm-hmm. Hades himself. The Hades. Hades, Lord um, of the Underworld. It's crazy they're giving that award to James Woods. <laughs> <laughs> it's cra- crazy times, right? Um, you know, it's ironic, Josh. <laughs> no, actually, The Last of Us wasn't an innovation for accessibility. Sorry. Best action game. Doom Eternal, Hades, Half-Life Alex, Neo 2. See, some of these are easy because I know because Half-Life didn't even get the game of the year or not, I know it's not going to win that category. I, I, I think the, mm-hmm. Half-Life, it's an issue of how many people fucking played that game. I'm sure yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. It's that's, that's on a piece of hardware that is super expensive and is not in a lot of people's hands. Well, that's another example. inaccessible. Yeah. That's another example of my larger point for what I was saying earlier is that that game is so well regarded by critics but yeah. not enough people who voted probably have an opinion on it. So, yeah, yeah, all 19 that, of the people like who played as, it really liked it. Like, as far as, like, again, I think that might see more love in, like, some of the developer, like, in, in totally. the Dice Awards, because I've watched whole videos about how they made shaders to, you know, properly shake up a bottle in that game because you can swirl liquids around inside a bottle in that and how they had to write that so it wouldn't just destroy a computer but would still look like you know a bottle full of water or whatever alcohol was yeah. in there um so i just like oh just, yeah sh- that sh- those shaders are amazing yeah yeah, yeah i've like seen that insane, meme going around absolutely too. insane yeah. that they're able to yeah. pull that off with you know any tech that runs on a modern computer yeah, that that is I love that, and that's mm-hmm. going to be a sad one because um, 
I didn't get to play that this year, and that was on my I need to play. God damn it, Rich. He's he's supposed to only go to the bathroom during bathroom breaks, and I had to ask him a fucking question. <laughs> um, no, you know what, Josh? This is a perfect time strategically to take a quick break while he's gone because I need to ask you guys a question, both of you. So All we'll right. take a quick break, and we'll talk more about the Game Awards when we come right back. Hey, Josh. Hey, Shay. You know what I was thinking about this week? I want to spend my money on a lot of different things, like a wall clock, a face mask, a puzzle, and a t-shirt. You know where I could spend that kind of money? I was thinking about webbed feet, but if you want all that, you can find it at store.swordchomp.com. Oh, store.swordchomp.com. And I've heard they have a bunch of different logos, too. I've heard they have the Sword Chomp logo, the Chomping After Dark logo, and they just recently got up the In the Blood and the Evoking the Sublime logo as well. The rumors are true. Well, that's good. That's good. So if you out there are interested at all, head to store.swordchomp.com. That's store.swordchomp.com. See you there. And we're back with more of the Chompcast. So, Rich, I was going to ask you this before you left, so we wanted to yeah. wait for you, um, you and Josh. This is one of the issues I had. And, again, we're still figuring out what we're doing for Game of the Year, and we're going to come to a group decision that we're all happy with. Um, we haven't made a, a complete decision yet um, because it's tricky. And this is why. I was looking at this this nominee, and last year everyone was so high on Jedi Fallen Order. And I remember Jeff Keighley saying it's going to be a nominee next year. It blah, 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 and everyone's like, oh, it would be – if not game of the year, it would be top three with last year's weak categories and blah, 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 right? And this year, it's literally nominated in like one fucking category. Yeah, and that's less of a testament to anything. Like, that game's great. I really fucking like that game. And I could, like, even if it were counted in last year's stuff, in a stronger year, I know it wouldn't have made it. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's a bad game. You think so? See, they I have feel like issues, but I I feel like this is more of a. I really it came uh, out too long ago, so people just don't even think to put it. Yeah, on there. That, that's that, a, I think so. Yeah, I think you might be right. Uh, Would that, you take it over Doom Eternal? Oh, uh, absolutely. Especially in its current state, that game only got better post-launch. They mm-hmm. added they fixed a, a lot of the bugs. Mo- they they fixed kinda... a lot of the bugs. They added a dueling mode. That's goddamn amazing. What about amazing. Ghost? Would you take it over Ghost? I don't know. Combat-wise, yes. Oh god! I'm See, I think I take it over Ghost because I enjoyed, I enjoyed playing Art, it. The, I, I, think, I think I would. I think I would I too. Think I, would. I I would. We'll make we'll make Shay angry, but yeah, I think I would. That's take a really it over good Star too. Wars game. If you want to know, Shay, actually, Shay wouldn't be angry. This is an would, this is an interesting uh, Jedi Fallen Order fact. If you're interested in how popular that game actually was, um, Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars theme park within Disney, um. They have the lightsaber replicas that you can only buy in the parks, and they did a vote uh, earlier this year to see what lightsaber would be added to the collection, and the winner was Cal Kestis. Yeah. Uh, he's got adding... a fucking cool lightsaber, though. He like d- that. I, to be, I thought you make your own in that rocks. game. You, you do, but you can also buy replicas of existing ones. I made my own. I did that. I did the workshop. Oh, okay. Um, no, no. I mean, like, in the game, he has a distinctive looking lightsaber. What, what he that's... starts with is his lightsaber. Yeah. What makes it so cool? Like, what's distinctive about it? The hilt it? is really, like, that blade guard is really awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool blade it. guard. Also, it was a... I don't remember what it looked like. ...double-bladed lightsaber. That was cut in half. That you eventually cut in fix half. It. So you've got, like, uh, Dangling a bunch of, bits. like, wires hanging off the back of it from 
where it was initially cut in half. You know, Josh, I have to say for my Star Wars nerddom, I was actually disappointed it won this time because one of the other ones they were voting on was Ezra Bridger's lightsaber. And for anyone who's familiar with Star Wars stuff, mm. Ezra Bridger's lightsaber is awesome because it's also a blaster. Mm. It's just That's a, a gun one. where a lightsaber happens to come out of the top of it. Mm-hmm. Well, and as much as I love this conversation, my larger point is just that we can clearly say that if even with this year's nominees, respectfully, you could make a case that this easily at least belongs in there. But a year passed and I think it's human nature that people just move on from these things. And that's, I think, the mm-hmm. problem right. with cutting it off. It's but just also, a theory. Th- that's hard to say because then I think back to like Resident Evil 2 remake came out in january last year and i was still thinking about that game when game of the year stuff came around like that was still my favorite game of the year that's just how good it was yeah but you know what it didn't win game of the year and it should have it won my like, it was the highest the rated game and but what happened maybe it was too long maybe there's too much time maybe it's because it's a horror game i don't think so because like i think just, people were still talking maybe about because that. it came out mm-hmm. in the 90s that shut might... up, Josh. Shut up. 90, <laughs> 92 was a very good year. Hey, look. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Josh, Josh always tries to get that one in every time. Um, let's see. I want. I, no, I want to test something real quick. So it was Jedi Fallen Order. Really? So here's the thing. Here's the fucked up part, Rich. It was released not just in December. It was halfway through November. So we're mm-hmm. talking about... Like literally a month and a half, even before the end of the year, because it just barely missed the cutoff by literally like a day. I want to play that game and, again. Uh, and let's see, Resident Evil again. This is all just fun theoretic nonsense for our listeners. Resident Evil Two remake release date was the very end of January. So you're talking about even there, two and a half months of separation, and there was still a gap, probably. So it's just worth thinking about. Seven That's degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> He's <laughs> Hollow Man. Kevin Bacon. There's boobies in that movie, too. Um, all right, so... It's only ever that's one degree movie. with this guy. And it's not even a good movie. It's No, that's not a good movie. But when I was a kid, I just wanted to see it for the boobies. So. Um, it was rated R, so I wasn't allowed to. I had to sneak over to my friend's house and watch his VHS when his dad didn't know we were watching it. We had to, his dad would fall asleep. His dad would smoke cigarettes and fall asleep, and we'd sneak out and get the VHS as we mm-hmm. weren't supposed to. And You'd wear out that back. one particular part of the VHS. <laughs> <laughs> that one part of Jerry Maguire where he's banging that girl on the wall. Oh, I just watched that so many times. Um, except I got sick of staring at Tom Cruise's ass, but I sort of got used to it. How and then you? I started thinking about Tom Cruise's ass. It was weird. Mm. And then I couldn't get an erection without mm. thinking about Tom Cruise's ass. So that's uh, mm. it's, it's problematic. This has been going um, on for too long. That's what she said. Uh, anyways. Not to you. S- nope. Nope. I, I think the awards are going to be a lot of fun just looking at those nominees and stuff. I do think, again, it shows that if something is released a long time ago, I think you could make a case that the data shows that it's forgotten a little bit. And I do think that it's more about the reach. Um, when you look at games like... I love Halo Reach, too. Um, Outer Wilds potentially being snubbed if, if critics like it. And um, was the one we just talked about? Sorry. Uh, that game that won all those awards last year, Disco Elysium, didn't get a Game of the Year nomination, but everyone loved that everywhere. And uh, it, this is less about 
the critical reception and more about like a positive reception, but wide reach and a wider range of people. You know what? Yeah. More people are, they said 50 million people watched this last year. I bet that's way more than people are watching the Oscars. Yeah. It said 50 million people. Now they, they count the stream, you know, everyone's streaming it and all that shit. And for all we know, they, they cheat a little and they like keep counting anyone that watches it again over the course of the year. But if you go to their website, it says, um, 49 million people. I just rounded it up because I'm a nice guy. That's what you get, Jeff. Let's see here. And how many people watches the Oscars? And does anyone even care? You know? The The only thing I do, I'm, I'm a nerd, but most people I mean, don't like The care. only thing I remember about the Oscars every year are the uh, the themed snacks that you see all over social media for like a week. And that, that's it. That's all I remember every Those year. Those are just yeah. fun snacks. Right? I love a good snack. Like what? What are they going to call pretzels this year? <laughs> or the, the opening to the Oscars? Or is it the end? No, the opening to the Oscars are usually pretty funny. Sometimes too, they'll have like a special guest and they'll do something kind of crazy. Um, I can't believe you watch those. It, you, we talk about this every year, and it still baffles me that you watch the Oscars. I just on the internet, I watch pieces of them. I don't sit down and watch them anymore. Okay. Like I don't have see, I don't have time for that shit. Mm. I, <laughs> I have a busy life. I have video games to play, things to do. Easy to write. That's the thing. I even love, love sports. Need but, watching. Dude, mm-hmm. I love sports, but I don't sit down and watch three-hour basketball games. I'm not fucking crazy. See, yeah, Come no, on. actually, I've had that conversation with people because I, I understand people that still have full-on time to, like, watch a sport, like, uh, uh, a game. Like, even, like, during football season, I'll put, like, the game on my second monitor while I'm playing yeah, a game if it's a game I give a shit about. Yeah. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's just like a background thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's all I get. So I, <laughs> all those people are like, I love sports. Dude, I, believe me, Shea is such a hardcore basketball fan. He'll tell me all the time. I sat there and watched the game this morning. I'm like, how the fuck did you watch a three-hour basketball game? God damn, it must be nice to be like, single. Yeah, dude, don't you have shit? Like, I'm single and I got shit to do, man. I don't have time for that. <laughs> well, you, you know what I'd be doing? Like, sitting there a week, watching so. a three-hour basketball game, I'd be thinking about all the shit I need to get. I'm like, why the fuck am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine most people try and multitask why they are while they're doing it. So I will say, whenever I was younger and I used to leech off my parents' cable, like whenever uh, I was going through a tough time and I had to live in, like when I went through my divorce, I had to live in my parents' basement for a while, which was very degrading at first. Um, but it happens, you know, to everyone. I think I don't know if that's true. I just like to say it to make myself feel better. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, but I I lived in my parents' basement and I was. And but then eventually I was like, oh, this is really nice because they had a really nice furnished basement and they had cable because they're old people and they still had cable television, right? So, but so I'd play with my kid and I would just have like an NFL. Um, <laughs> Josh said ED is just the thing that everyone goes through, <laughs> right, guys? Erectile dysfunction. Yeah, it's totally, just normal. Yeah, that yeah, happens. To all, um, happens to all the guys. But yeah, I'd throw a game on on their TV, and I would just play with my daughter, and we play like in the living room or around. It would just be in the background. And it was nice, but I mean, if it does it, make you feel better, Morgan, like you know, I I rent from my parents. Yeah, see, that's yeah. I I don't honestly. After I lived with them, I was so like, when he says "fuck landlord," it's personal. Yeah, I, no. I, <laughs> I mean, granted, I haven't seen them in like three weeks. They just slip an envelope uh, on, under, like they put an envelope under my mat in the, at my uh. entrance to the, in the back. And ask for money. Like, for well, all I know, they were killed, and some guy's just collecting checks from me now. Mm-hmm. New York is a different place, though. It's much tougher to. Had to learn your mother's place. handwriting so they could. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. They study. If they're going to put long. that much effort in, I mean, you may as they well pay them. It. Yeah, right? Dude, I were. Yeah. 
I had it. It was a nice thing. Can I say? I'm gonna say this on this podcast because I know for sure my parents don't listen to it. So it'll be sometimes if I'm like having a really tough week financially, I'll wait till I know they're both out of the house, and then I'll go into their house and like take some groceries from the fridge. (laughs) Oh fuck yeah! You gotta do that, man. Go for (laughs) it. My my parents would charge me. They'd pull out of my rent, but they would go grocery shopping, and they would just let me add it to their list, but they would charge me for it. It was like the – and oh, I still remember, like, if I brought a girl over, like, my dad would, like – even if I snuck her out, my dad would be like, I saw some footprints in the snow, Morgan. Anything you want to tell me about? Like, no. <laughs> no, um, no. Yeah, but- no, see, that's not, like, a, a world I, I live in because I'm living – like, I'm not, like, in their house. I'm in, like, a separate apartment above their house. Oh, weird. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, we could talk all about that someday. Living with your parents. Chomping after dark. That's what chomping after dark should really be about. All the stories. I really don't think it should. She was so loud, I had to shove a sock in her mouth. And it turned her on even more. Um, all right, so we got some comments that I wanted to read here from our Instagram community. That's a true story, Josh. It was a clean sock. I hope you feel any better. Um, <laughs> she was really excited about it too. All right, so the the question of the week was, how did you feel about the Game Awards nominees for Game of the Year, or just in general? So I'm going to read them all, even though some of these are pretty. <laughs> As remember that episode where they trick Creed into writing his um, they trick Creed into writing his blog and like a fake blog because he's just like yeah i've read some of this stuff and it's tough even for the internet so some of these comments are a little rough so get ready um (laughs) you know you know what fuck that i'm not gonna read these crazy people's comments i'm not gonna do it let's see uh tani s said i don't care in general they mean nothing they are like the mtv music awards and that's all they'll ever be whoa 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 who votes on the MTV Movie Awards? Now I want to know what the panel is for the MTV the Movie Awards. The audience votes, bro. Um, <laughs> That's true, isn't it? It probably. is audience vote. Yeah. All seven people that still watch MTV. Well, they just can't no. figure out how to, like, the, the batteries in their remote are dead. And... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <There's> t- <laughs> Real sex isn't on anymore, all right? You can't, you can't learn from it. Yo, guy um, code's on next. <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, from from listening to some of the other podcasts I do with developers and stuff, my understanding is that the awards are are a nice way to get recognition for people that work very hard. And in particular, for smaller games, they can very much boost sales. That's the irony, right? Like, bigger games will see a little sales boost, but a lot of those games in the game year category, they don't really need a sales boost. You no, know, they, don't. They, don't, they don't need visibility. Yeah, no, they do. yeah, I don't think they're gonna talk anybody into The Last of Us at this point. Yeah, like, like you know, yeah. this uh, this Ghost of Tsushima. I think you might have finally turned me on it. I I've never heard of this game, but and so that is a bit of a dilemma, I think. But I think the idea is that to have a lot of people in the industry, sort of the award itself, is to uh, these people work very hard. Video games are incredibly difficult to they make. work hard for and the pe- money. They do. So hard they do. for it, honey. They work incredibly hard. And um, so it's a way of acknowledging those. And it's smart what they do. I, I know <laughs> what you were doing, Josh. <laughs> they work hard for the money. Um, 
They they really do. Um, and then yeah, and then it's smart what they do with the with the trailers. And you know what they do? Those performances like last year, like it was super fun. Like churches played and all that shit. Like this year, they're still building like a like a set and everything. So they want to make it an experience, even though of COVID and all that shit, right? Um, but it still looks like it's gonna hopefully be a lot of a lot of fun and very entertaining. So I think they strike a nice balance. It's I don't think that's fair to say they to don't hit your marks this year. Much more yeah. important. Yeah. You wanna I I don't think it's I the I don't like the sentiment that they don't mean anything. I don't those, think those that gaffer just because, tape X's are just super important this year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's it's like anything, Josh. If if your game wins, you're gonna around and say your opinion's right and then and if someone else's game wins an award, it's or it, it, at the end of the day, it's not it's not supposed to meet, meet, you know make your opinion valid invalidate or validate your opinion. Then what's the point? It's, I mean, it's, it's nice to know how right or wrong everyone else is. Yeah, that's what's important to me. As I will say this, <laughs> as as someone who's a historian of games, I enjoy looking back and saying things like, "Hey, did you guys know God of War won all three of those?" You know what I mean? I like and the you historical. Say this, like to strangers at a train station or something. Or? I. I said it to you guys on the podcast. If I didn't have this podcast, no, he's, yes, I'd be rambling the 12 items to the homeless list. guy. Check oh, out. Okay. And there's like three other people the homeless standing guy there. Sharing a, the homeless guy sharing a glory hole with me at the local uh, sharing. Blue Moon, probably. It- <laughs> <laughs> we, we both fit in there. Huh. Um, yeah, I find the homeless guy with the smallest dick. But uh, no, it's it's one of those things where- I mean, you, you want at least one side to have some sort of glory. Yeah, you, yes. it's important that you feel good. Yeah. What's the opposite of the word? What's the uh, opposite of glory? It's a good word for that. Dunkin' Donuts? Shame hole? No, glory. not shame hole, just shame. <laughs> shame hole. Ugh. Oh, a shame hole but, is a, a hole that you stick your penis through, and then a group of people on the other side just go, shame, 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 shame. Yeah, but I would say this to people like Tawny S, who maybe are skeptical. Other than the people like me who are going to run around and be obnoxious if the games I like win, it's it's from a historical perspective to look back on sort of the general consensus from different places about things people enjoyed. It doesn't mean that if it's, you know, obviously no one's saying it's the end-all be-all, but that's what I think is cool about it. Um, Very nice. To each their own. To each their own. I would say, you know, love you, Tawny, though. He's one of our biggest supporters. We love Tawny out there. Um, always repping our show on his story every week. What a, uh, what a We love that. Love that. Uh, let's see. Sorry, some of these comments are just people, like, sending emojis and thumbs up and stuff. And a lot of these and people still haven't figured out how switch. to read those in an audio format. It's, it's rough. Wild. Wild. I'm trying to skip over all these people saying Ghost of Tsushima because they're clearly wrong. But I... <laughs> You don't want to be rude to these people. There's a lot of people saying Ghost of Tsushima in here, and I'm pretty horrified by all of it. I stand um, with you. <laughs> I still, I feel like I should go back and find out if they got rid of that horrible pause your game tutorial shit. It's worth checking out for sure. Because if they did, I think that would be like a good 75% of my problems with that game. Because that was just the fucking worst. Uh, okay, let's see. Um, Cruz 8 Zulino said it wasn't going to win, but Fallen Order did get snubbed for the nod. Yeah, yeah. I think we, we're I, all in agreement with that at yeah. this point. Yeah, no, that I, I think we all, well, I don't 
did you play like you played a little bit of it morgan but yeah i definitely think that was at least over doom eternal possibly over others but yeah. The timing when that came out was bad. I think if it came out a little sooner, I would have probably had more time to play. Because I liked what I played. I just got stuck, and then I got sidetracked. So mm-hmm. I love Star Wars Born. I did like it playing is, yeah. the cow played his weird little guitar. Boom, boom. Yeah, it was a little more, it was more accessible than Sekiro, which is another thing if you're looking at trends, because Sekiro was difficult and it won last year. I do think that's because some of those other games canceled each other out. Um some of these big Sony games could cancel each other out, and you could see like a, a Animal Crossing sneak up, could be or something. You know. Could be Possibly. or Hades because if difficult difficult games are trending up, uh, it's Animal possible. Crossing wins Game of the Quarantine. I yeah, I feel like I think it wins that, but I don't think yeah, I don't know. Again, like you said, as far as, I have no idea how people will vote, but yeah, I do think Hades is a better game than Animal Crossing. But yeah, yeah. It just, there's no hard Animal Crossing is this weird ubiquitous thing that is like all appealing to all people. So yeah. I won't underestimate its strength. Yeah, I mean that, that could regard. absolutely win. But just it, it by is also a great game, though. It's, no, that's what I'm peoples. saying. But it's a great yeah, game. But it like appeals to such a wide variety of people yeah. in a way that I feel like things like Hades and Ghost of Tsushima, for example, do not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and obviously, I, Alana was t- saying on her podcast she thought The Last of Us Two was going to sweep, but I was like, it's it's kind of polarizing. So I I mean, yeah, I don't usually think polarizing it'll sweep games, at all. I uh, that's just polarizing is the correct word, Morgan. But it's, yeah, I'm still. Curious I don't think why... it's in either you love it or ha- you hate it. But I think most people fall very strongly in one direction or the other. Yeah. Did have I can't really remember the music from that game? Like I know yeah. it got nominated, but I can't remember. I assume that it's basically the same as the first one, which is great. Like I really love Gustavo Santaolalla, but. I could not remember anything unique from this one as opposed to just new takes on The Last of Us themes. You know, it's crazy, um, and I know ahead. it won't yeah. get talked about, is a game I am actually, like, in having been in the middle of finishing up and still thinking about the musical choices from it because they're so on par with, I guess, what you'd expect, but done really well. The music in Miles Morales is really good. Um, yeah, I've heard good things really about that fucking as well. good. Hmm. I on what you were saying, Josh, about the music, because I thought about that a lot. Um, I think that going back and listening, playing that game again, Matt Quayle actually did um, some of the the music that wasn't like the soft sort of Spanish guitar stuff. I believe he also did like, uh, God, what's that Mr. Robot show? I want to say as well. Hmm. Um, and he's a, but he did more of the music that was like when you were like that sniping section when you're sneaking up and it's like more of intense, like yeah, yeah, and th- that like kind of intense stuff. Kind of, I wanted to say industrial, but I don't think that's quite. It's not really industrial, but more. I don't know. It's industrial by comparison to Spanish guitar, but not industrial. Yeah, that's so. fair. Exactly, and then yeah, Gustavo did a lot of the the more melodic stuff. But I think that a, the a lot of stuff, the soundtrack that stuck with me, ironically, was also like the parts where Ellie's like playing like those covers, like "Take on Me," and uh, you can actually play your own guitar in that game, which is something I totally forgot about. Yeah, you can neat. just play your own fucking guitar. Like which is that, cool. the music store scene with like the "Take on Me" thing is probably the most memorable thing in that game to me. Like I really that that Seattle section is like the strongest bit of game to me oh you should have been here for the part of the show where he argued about that he missed it um <laughs> no but i think that i i, mean, I thought I, it was bloated like, at the time but 
than like as far as like what actually sticks with you. Like I think it's the only I, I kind of agree with you ish as far as like you you have time to remember it. I wish, uh, yeah, I, I remember at the time thinking I wish the game had done more of that. You just want like the whole game to be just wandering around on a horse, <laughs> just exploring stuff. Kind of. Um, that's like the open world version. Yeah, because of... it, well, it's, it's different. The rest of it, you're just kind of going from place to place I, the whole time. Just, I like, think if they were to, line. if they were to make, yeah, if they were to make a third one in like five to ten years, I would imagine if they do, I would imagine probably more like that. Um, who knows? That's just a theory. Possibly, even though. But I just I think that if if they consider all the music in the game, I think it is a good shot because of like even the guitar is like basically a character in that fucking game. But if it's just like soundtrack, I don't know how people are voting on that. Yeah, so that, that's kind of what I was I thinking at because I just I well, can't really remember. Maybe that's the more of a sound sound design thing. Then. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know how to even think about that because even when I was doing our awards, I was like, I can't think of a specific track, yeah. but the way they incorporate music into the game is like more unique than a lot of games. I, I, like, I do think that's more of a sound design thing, but yeah, it, like the only thing I really remember is like the moments when kind of like I was saying earlier is when the themes from the first game would pop up to like be a callback to something I'm like, Oh, to remind you that it's I remember the thing. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think because I was more into it than, than you guys were. Everything with, like, the guitar and the symbolism of the guitar. And, like, I even tried to write a song on a guitar in the game and translate it to real life to play it, which is pretty fun, actually. Because um, I was like, oh, I'm gonna, I wrote a song on there, and then I tried to learn those chords, and it was, uh, well, it was exactly what it sounds like. It was just me learning chords, but it was it was pretty cool. That's actually how I got into my classical guitar again, which was kind of cool because I really liked I was like, man, the classical guitar is a beautiful instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's tangential. There's just so many, you know, different categories there that it just I'm curious to see. You know, looking back at last year, I don't know. It's gonna be fun. I have no idea, honestly. Um, I feel like it's getting harder and harder to predict these awards and that's probably what they want. So uh let's see. Let's do one more comment and then we'll talk about some games here. Um, let's see. Super Medico said, "Great choices overall. Great mix of titles and genres." Um, let's see. Solid. Um, Dagger Rob said, "Solid." I'm gonna pick Ghost, but Yakuza Like a Dragon took my damn heart. Hell yeah! Didn't see a lot of nominations for that, which is kind of maybe it came out too late. A lot of people it, weren't able to really. What's the cut? Is the cutoff November? Because it's not eligible then. No, I think it's more. I think it's eligible, but just like barely. It might but be. But people are. Yeah. It might be one of those things where not enough people have really touched it to even consider. Yeah, because I, I doubt many people have even finished it at this point. So I haven't, and I've already put yeah. about 30 hours in. Yeah. <laughs> and you're the hardcore. Well, that's what I'm saying. I uh, It's not an eligibility issue in my eyes. It's probably like, yeah, it's eligible. Has anyone in the office played it? No. Okay. Well, we can't vote for so, that. I bought you know it. I mean? It'd be so, like that a lot of people in the Jim. office going, "I am playing it." Um, but it is there. For example, yeah. best role playing game. I feel like it's probably there by default. Probably people voted even though they didn't play it because you needed another one. But um, I imagine best role playing game. So here's an interesting one, Rich. Even though it was much higher rated because Persona Five won in the past and Royal got nominated again. I think that the seven remake will probably win best role playing game, right? Yeah, you might be right. Um, because that got nominated for game of the I, year. Yeah, and the- no, no, I don't disagree. I, I love Final Fantasy VII remake. 
I also love Persona 5 Royal, and I think it is, like... The, the thing that's so crazy to me about that game is the amount of fucking time I put into it. I... It is a standout, even in terms of, like, what Persona Golden was for Persona 4. It is very much the de facto version of that game, and there is a glaring amount of new content that is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I... I just... Yeah. I, I mean... It, I don't know how I feel about those. I, like, I... It's not that I disagree with any of that. It's just that Frog Fractions 3 came out this year. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. What a game. Yeah, I'm not... <laughs> uh, I'm not sure how I feel about those games. Not that I disagree with anything you're saying, Rich. I haven't played it, and it's probably amazing. I just I'm not, I always feel weird about those games that have, like... I don't know. They're just... It's, it's not like you're waiting seven years to get a complete remake or remaster. It's like a year or two, and it's got more content. Again, it's not to take anything away from those games, but it's like I always feel weird about those games being nominated for more awards. And uh, it's weird because they're like it's not game of the year nominee, but it's a role playing game of the year nominee, even though it has like a ninety five Metacritic. So it's just I don't I don't even think the voters know what to do with that. You know, fools the lot of them. Well, we're all fools, Rich. In fact, myself, you said known fool. Morgan Barnes. That's yeah, me. known fool. Um, anyways, thanks everyone for chiming in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hopefully we get a chance to stream it and party or whatever. I got to make sure I take that day off. What is that, the 10th? Those are always on a Thursday, aren't they? Those motherfuckers. Let me see. Oh, that can't be the 10th because that's Cyberpunk. That's got. I think it's the 12th. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they scheduled it's... around Cyberpunk because they give a shit. <laughs> No, I, dude, I think, dude, I think it might be the day cyber. That would be crazy. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, yeah, I'm sure Cyberpunk will come out it, this year. And it will. You're right, Josh. I'm glad we're on the same page. I really got all my eggs in that basket. It's really unfortunate. How much so? I this is the maddening thing about that, Josh. It's either people that are so scared it's not coming out. People like you don't like a joke about it not coming out. People like me. But, Feeling very confident it's going to come out. People like it's me, fucking mad. Every time you bring it up at this point, just think to myself: part of me hopes it sucks. <laughs> I tend to have that effect on people. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I could, you know what, Rich? I'm going to fall in love with Persona, and you're going to be so annoyed. But I'm just going to talk your ear off about. No, Persona. see, that's the funny part. All that will not be I'm like. Uh, I'm going to call out of work today, and we're going to have a, a Zoom call, and we're going to talk about it. Uh-huh. Persona Five Game He's of the Generation. Nothing can ever. Morgan talk. was yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if you had to write that on your calendar, you run out of spaces for writing anything else. So every day. That's a bad joke. That's all I got. Um, I think we hit all the major things I'm going to talk about. But yeah, if you're if you're curious and you're listening, go back and just compare through history. Look at like the Dice Awards and the BAFTA Awards and kind of jump around to see what those. Do you guys have a preference? As like one final question, like do you have a pref? I know if you're not in award ceremonies, that's fine. It's perfectly okay. I know we talk about the Game Awards because it's the biggest one that has reached a mainstream audience. Um, but do you guys have a pre- of the three? Do you have a preference? I'm sorry, what was the question? Like, of the three award ceremonies, like, do you... Oh, pre- no, not really. enjoy one more than the other? Uh, I, I mean, I order? think I enjoy the Game Awards more so for, like, the kind of talk we have around it and are, like, looking forward to that stream. But uh, otherwise, not really, no. For, like, the it being a show thing? Yeah. I think the Game Awards win it. But as far as, like, any credence I give to the actual results, I feel like... The dice, dice, the yeah. Awards are, but like probably probably the edge. The dice awards just because it's 
again, like it's 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 focusing on the stuff that's interesting to the people developing these games, which I think then gives more a good look at like what are you going to see more of going forward. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, here's a fun game, guys. All right, the Dice Awards. We're going to do this really quick, and then we will talk some games, and we'll take a break, and come back and do polls. Going back from 2019, Goose Game. 2018, God of War. 2017, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. 2016, Overwatch. 2015, Fallout 4. Ugh, that's got to be a typo. Um, 2014. I mean, the only thing I can see with that is it's a that's it is dice very that's much a comfort food sort of a game. Like, Well, this it's probably a very challenging game to make that maybe developers really appreciate that, well, even despite its, its I, bugs. I, mean, I think it's, it's the sort of game that you just you turn on it's like a game developer is gonna want to play some fallout and there's so much to see there like whether or not Mm -hmm. it's yeah i i don't think that's a very good game but i can you know yeah yeah that's still yeah i know i'm just i'm just joking i think it's fine the game developers can never be baffled you draw i'm just kidding (laughs) You can never be baffled by the developers. They can never be wrong. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's just it's just interesting. Like the people that make the pizza, what is their favorite pizza that year? You know, it's just a fascinating thing. Yeah. So, and when when those rare cases where it always lines up, I think that's pretty pretty badass. Adventure game of the year in 1999 at the Dice Awards with Final Fantasy VIII, which is apparently an adventure game. <laughs> you do go on an adventure. Yeah, it was an adventure. Yeah, you remember back in the day anyway. when we didn't know what to call everything was an adventure game. Zelda was an yeah. adventure game. <laughs> we had adventure and we had action adventure, and basically all games were those two. And it was yeah. it was kind of a nightmare until we figured out what you know to actually you know make adventure to its own genre. But yeah, there were there were several years there where adventure game just meant. Literally fucking anything. It's true. Anyways, if you're listening to this and like I just go back, look through time, it's a fun time capsule to see, you know, how people voted and what made it what made its mark. So um uh, we're gonna talk some games here. So that's December 10th, but Rich is the only person that played recently new games. Like me and Josh are charging up for Obviously, all of the games. And these are both games I already talked about last week, but I'm going to continue. Oh, great! So we can just move. I'm just kidding. Great. (laughs) Way to set. Way to set that up for me, Rich. Um, No, Rich. I actually, I'm kind of bummed about this game. This game is it is actually doing pretty well. It doesn't have very many reviews on Metacritic, but it has a 90 Metacritic on the Xbox One version, or the I believe, or the Series X version. It's one of those versions has a very high score. People seem to be really enjoying it. I was I did like that mission you were telling us about where you the Pokemon thing for scumbags has made its rounds on various podcasts and um, things I've seen on the internet and that sounds amazing. So I'm sad. I'm sad I haven't played this game. So you're about thirty hours now, you'd say thirty ish. Yes, Yakuza like a dragon. Um I I talked about this a bit last week. It is Yakuza seven. Um mm-hmm. but it it's a good jumping on point because obviously new protagonist um a, a lot of new stuff with the new uh turn-based combat system i'm still enjoying the fuck out of this game um the deeper i go into it that job system continues to be more and more rewarding um i figured out some of the stuff that wasn't like inherently obvious on its face 
Uh, I talked with you guys a little bit uh, last week about how uh, there's sort of these relationship meters with your party members, and a lot of that is tied to unlocking new jobs for them. Like social link kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah. 100% of, of that ilk. Um, and I, I figured out, actually, I had them locked for a while. There were lock icons on them, and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't advance them. Uh, there's a bar called Bar Survive uh, that you unlock in Yokohama at one point, which is kind of the gang's like local haunt. Um, and when a lock appears on somebody's, uh, social meter, it means you need to go to survive and have a drink with them. And, uh, they kind of give you a little bit more of, you know, a personal story about what's going on with them. And you learn a little bit more about the character, uh, through them sharing a drink with Ichiban. And then you can continue their meter. And some of those personal stories have been like very interesting. Um, like Adachi, the ex-police officer who is a party member of yours. I've been going through this uh, sort of story with him where he's been telling about this kid who he's been sponsoring to help him get through law school, and the kid's kind of an idiot. And uh, he ends up uh, basically getting taken advantage of by this guy who uh, is trying to extort him for, like, millions of dollars because he scratched the bumper of his, uh, you know, very rare car, and you end up, like, confronting the guy and, you know, you know, proving that it's, like, a grift, like, he's just trying to shake him down, and Adachi ends up walking away from it, just kind of being like, how is this kid gonna be a lawyer if he's so fucking gullible? Like, there's... There's just some great moments in there. Uh, the stuff you expect from a Yakuza game, uh, just off-the-wall silly while at the same time getting very serious when it has to. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it, it's a brand new character in the same world. Um, this is a great jumping on point if you've never played this series. And it continues even at 30 hours. I'm still very much into it. I, I still just wish they'd find a way to release at less crowded times or just like, it's just, I feel frustrated. Like I was like, this year is the year I'm going to play a Yakuza game. And then it was like, it happened again, like launched at a weird time or whatever. And it's just, I don't know. Maybe it's a me thing. It's just, I, I like mean, I think it is. They, they, it is a you thing in the sense that like, you can't control the release calendar. You just got to prioritize what you want to play or get to uh, it when you I can. I would like to control, <laughs> I would like to control the release. Calendar. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah I really just really busy with games right now. Mostly, mostly tied up with, trying to buy a ps5 right yeah well i'm still on yeah. that front as well the most hardcore game of 2020 exactly i've been yeah i've said fuck i've been uh, yeah i will say i I've have been too depressed to play games i've hit the point where uh i did encounter the first character that i have seen in previous yakuza games but if you haven't played the other series you wouldn't even know you've seen him before and it wouldn't matter at all um He's a member of a former member of the Jingwang Mafia, which is a Korean group of mobsters from the original Yakuza series. And yeah. they make a brief comment about it that made me go, oh, yeah, that is that guy. But that's about as much far as it goes. <laughs> that's cool, though, for hardcore fans that you're yeah. getting some more threads there, connecting more threads. So connect the threads. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, like I've heard good things about it. It sounds sounds interesting. That game's still really good. Uh, the, I don't know. I I think I'm only about halfway through. I will have a review up on the site for that game at some point. The thing that stuck with me when you were talking about how the developer would like see Dragon Quest in like his regular life, um, the, the the main character. Yeah, yeah. I oh, I'm sorry. I thought the main character was inspired by the developer's like life experiences. Like he would go places. No. And see, 
It's just that's just the character in the game. That's just he sees, yeah. He's taught. He literally says verbatim in it that he loves Dragon Quest. They mention Dragon Quest by name. Oh no, I no, I remember that. I just thought for some reason inspired by the d- director of the game. So no, that's, that's just the character. Um, because I that happens to me in real life too. Like I always like making weird. When I was younger, I used to like play Grand Theft Auto, and I'd go on delivery runs for my job, and I'd like crash like, into hey, things. Yeah, I'd I'd be <laughs> I would feel like I would make all those real life correlations. It was really fascinating and interesting. Yeah, like, the, fuck, I'm a nerd. The Dragon Quest stuff is really like they go over the top with it, like up to the point where when you when a new party member joins you, you get the t- atypical screen from Dragon Quest where it just shows them in the frame, and it plays the the music from Dragon Quest when a party member joins, which. Is cool that they allowed that to happen. You know, um, Square Enix, I guess, was was cool yeah. with that. So, I mean, Dragon Quest is like a cultural touchstone in Japan. Yeah. Um. So it's unsurprising. It it it's very cool though. I bet if I had grown up with it, I probably have a fondness for it that I don't like. In America, they tried to shove it down my throat with eight, and I was like, eight? "This is Dragon Quest Eight is fantastic." I just I was just like, this just seems kind of boring. That is but... one of the best Dragon Quests. It did have a demo for Final Fantasy twelve, so that made it worth it. Dragon Quest seven, uh, also great. Um, no, it was like visually and like polish wise, it was great. I was just no, just great like, overall. <laughs> You're misunderstanding. People love that game. People like Dragon Quest eight a lot. I remember it at the time. People would not shut up about it. Um, it was weird, like playing a game where you hear all these sounds and like see things where like you feel like other people have nostalgia for it, but you don't. It's very weird. I'm like, am I supposed to feel something when I hear these sounds or see this slime? Like, why don't I feel anything? Um, yeah, no, like they, they make allusions to like the Dragon Quest stuff a lot, which I like. Like, uh, uh, Ichiban will be talking with Adachi about something or whatever, and he's like, be like, well, what would the Dragon Quest hero do right now? He'd be like, he'd probably go kill a bunch of slimes. It's true. It's the first thing. You know, I always thought it was weird, Rich, because when I was trying to get into that series or at least a- approach it, I just thought it was weird that they bounced around to different... Like, when they made 9, it was, like, on handheld only, and I was like, what the fuck? How did they go from PS2 to suddenly you can only play this on a, a DS or whatever? And then I just feel like they're always bouncing around. And and it's even... not even so much about bouncing around. I mean, you're also underestimating how popular the 3DS was in Japan. That's, I DS, think it rather. was the D- yeah. That's true. It was just something you could take anywhere on the train. It was the it was, most. Yeah. It was unbelievably popular in Japan. Like every. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's a good point. You could play that shit anywhere. It was. It was like Pokemon, basically, to some degree. So probably more. Po- I wonder what's more popular in Japan: Dragon Quest or Pokemon? Their Pokemon is definitely bigger worldwide. Uh, yeah. but they are both huge in Japan. Anyways, that's cool. You could it like a dragon. Uh, you finished Miles Morales? Yes. You got a review up on the website, swordchomp.com. I, do. I uh, no surprise to anyone, I really liked uh, Insomniac Spider-Man when that came out back in 2017. Uh-huh. Uh, or was it 2018? I, I can't remember. Um, it, it was 2018. Regardless. Uh, Miles Morales, really, really solid follow-up. Uh, worth noting, it is considerably shorter, probably checking in at about 10 hours. It is like a half-step experience, uh, but more importantly, what I, what I think, the story they tell is much tighter, probably in terms of like, um, an Uncharted Lost Legacy or something of that, uh, kin. But it's a really solid story that 
I, I think it was important that they take this moment to sort of let Miles breathe and tell his own story before a sequel that is more than likely going to feature you switching between both Spider-Men. I, yeah, I was curious to see because I just I saw like maybe two nominations, but it's probably, again, it's so fresh. Like it these new consoles. Dropped, yeah. yeah. And so they're still nominated, which is weird, but it's like, I don't know. It, it didn't. I was curious to see if it was going to really resonate with people, but it seems like it's just like, yeah, this is really, really good. But I don't, I don't hear a lot of people being like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. Well, it's definitely not breaking any new ground. It's showing you how comfortable Insomniac is with making that type of game. Like it, like I talked about this last week, but some of the stuff I think really outshines is how different Miles is like swinging animations and stuff are like he moves with like a different sort of uh, vigor and everything than Peter did. and. Also, he kind of gets his moment to shine as a character here that he didn't get in the original game. Yeah, he's barely in the original game. I mean, he had a presence, but you didn't really get to know him. And now you get to sort of meet his supporting cast, his family, see how he is doing operating as New York's second Spider-Man. And it's a short story where they briefly take Peter out of the picture so you can see Miles fair with his training whales off. What do you like? This is a theoretical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think is most likely with Spider Man 3? They go back to Spider-Man Peter Parker. 2. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. Spider Man 2. I apologize. They go back to Peter Parker and he remains a side character, but you just know a lot more about him and care a lot more about him. Or you do one of those switcheroos where you play it's both characters. Undoubtedly going to be you play both characters. There's no way that undoubtedly. They wow. By by the end of this, they're very clearly operating like not even the end, the beginning of this. Like they're operating together as New York's Spider Men on the daily. Hmm. Okay. Well, I remember Austin Walker's tweet where he said, "We're always the freedom cry, never the numbered sequel." Oh yeah, no, I 100% get what he said. Like, there's no reason that Miles shouldn't have been headlining a full-on sequel that being like this is a shorter experience it's a really polished really good one yeah and yeah i I do um, wish it was a full-fledged sequel like i I wish there were more here but what's here is great what's here is fantastic yeah I don't think that it was, mm, this is intended that I'm guessing. I would theorize that it wasn't necessarily that they didn't feel like he was deserving of a sequel. It's probably more like, hey, we want to get this out for the PS5 here's, and it'll highlight the launch of this that well, a lot of people are buying. Here, here's the thing, too. Like, I think it's clear to me Miles is going to have a very big role to play in the next game. And I think, obviously, you'll be switching between Peter and Miles. Um, I mean, like, that's obvious to me, having played both <laughs> games. The the thing is, I think it would have been a weird injustice to try and do a game where you're juggling switching between Peter and Miles and trying cram this almost like coming of age, like Miles landing on his feet in becoming Spider-Man story. Um, yeah. Layering that on top of all the shit Peter has going on. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. You kind of want to establish him as a character. But the only the only yeah, issue you, there so you is don't really objectively. Want Peter Parker yelling, boy. Every three seconds yeah, at we, miles. We don't, it just, we it, don't want yeah. any of that. Mm-hmm. Well, if that would get him three ba- that would give him three awards. BAFTAs, Game Awards, and the Dice Awards just got boy. 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 Um I the only slight drawback to to that is that if you miss if you don't play this game and you go straight into Spider Man two, you might, you know, miss some of that you know, you're sort of 
required to play this game if you want to get the full emotional effect of the second uh, game. Also, or... shout out to my favorite crappy villain line ever now is uh, the beginning of this game where the rhino busts out of a building where he has beaten the shit out of Peter Parker and he tosses him on the ground in front of you and says, quote, the Spider-Man is broken. I'd like to trade him in for a new one. <laughs> and you get a new one. You get a new spider. And you actually get a new Peter Parker's face, too. You do. You do. <laughs> the, damn, they're really cutting deep there. Uh, Cool. Okay. Miles Morales, I will be, hopefully be able to talk to more about that soon, too, as well. I'm still waiting. My, my, P, my PS5 is coming in from Canada, so it's yeah. going to take a little while. We totally believe you. You have a Canadian PS5. Yeah, he, she goes to another high school. Yeah, no. No, I, I do. I can send you the tracking information. She lives in Canada. I, I uh, <laughs> Shout out to, I don't know if she's listening to this show, but shout out to Emily Laffin and her mom, who was able to hook me up with one. Um, the scariest part, I was going to say this for next week, but the scariest part was definitely wiring $600 to someone that I only know on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that was when you say terrifying. wiring, how did did you not just use PayPal like a normal person? Uh, well, that was an interesting wrinkle. She had just created a PayPal account, and it wouldn't let her get the money fast enough. They have like this safeguard on there where, if you've just created a PayPal account, um, it has it goes to a five to seven day hold. So, not for receiving, to, for sending. Uh, um, believe it or not, for receiving, because my sister was able to send it. She, my sister, has her bank account hooked up to my pay, her PayPal, and she was able to send it from the bank account, and it worked just fine. And I was able to send my money to other people, and it worked just fine as well. So we found a way around it. Um, I don't have my bank account hooked up to my PayPal. I just do like credit card. So um, mostly because I try to sneak all of it around my wife, so she doesn't know how much money I'm spending. Um, Unfortunately, she found out and she was very upset, but we talked it through and I think everything's going to be okay. Um, <laughs> that's the truth. But, but, um, <coughs> fuck me. oh my God, I'm dying. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, thank you, Emily, for, uh, shipping that in, even though I paid a hundred dollars for shipping, I actually called them today, uh, and they're going to refund me because I paid for expedited shipping and it still took a week. It's going to be here Monday. So I was I paid a hundred dollars for shipping. It so took stupid. six days after spending a hundred dollars. Uh, they promised me Canadian Post Express promised me two to three business days. Um, That's what's so different so, than it about like an American company because American company be like, yeah, we know we said it would take two days and it took six, but fuck you. Also, you owe us thirty more dollars. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Which we're also, saying to fuck you one agency. more time. Uh-huh. I'm still expecting something horrible to happen, like, you know, the truck explodes or the mailman accidentally leaves it in front of my house and someone steals it, but I'm trying to remain positive here. So <laughs> thing, if things go well, next week I will be able to have a full rundown of a bunch of stuff. Um, let's take I'm our last a PS5 break. I'm game. Yes. yes. <laughs> next week. Bunch next week. Let's take a quick break. And then we'll be back with the polls. What is up, Chomp Nation? This is Morgan here, also known as General Mountain Time. And look, I want to tell you today about our Patreon. That's right, Chomp Nation is growing every day. And if you enjoy what we do, whether it's the Chomp Cast, our social media, our YouTube channel, Twitter, 
anything we're doing out there, you can support us. And for just a couple bucks, you can help keep us alive. And honestly, our patrons have basically become family. And I want to go over a couple of the cool tiers we have if you want to support us. And if you don't, that's fine too. We're just happy that you download and check out the podcast. Um, our biggest and most popular tier we have is just $5. Five bucks, you get access to early spoiler casts. That's right, Chomping After Dark. You get those several weeks early. You get access to our top secret VIP Instagram page. That's right, on the podcast, you might hear me say, Hey, do you want to be a VIP member of the Chompcast? And you say, I sure do, I sure do. Well, guess what? Boom, that $5 tier makes you a VIP member. You get access to this secret Instagram page that has top secret videos and pictures and polls that only VIP members get. And those polls and those feedback questions that we get, if it's a question of the week, for example, are read on the show, we make you a part of what we do. Um, so go to patreon.com slash swordchomp. You can look for our $5 tier, which is probably our most popular. And then from there, it escalates. We have a $10 tier, a $20 tier for Skypes. There's a lot of great things. But just head on over to patreon.com slash swordchomp. Check it out. And if you want to support us, it would mean the world to me, Rich, Josh, and Shay, and everyone else out there in Chomp Nation. Until next time, General Mountain Time salutes you. Thanks for joining us again. We're going to finish up the show here with some insanity, hilarity, depravity, you know, all the itties, really. What? <laughs> oh, huh. you know what I want to say. Just talk, monkey. All the itties. All those itties. All those itties. Why is he still doing this? Because <laughs> at this point, you're either here or you're gone, so... Really nothing to lose. Um, okay. You're here or you're gone. <laughs> deep thoughts with Morgan Bond. I mean, There's that was kind of the that same thought. state at the beginning of the show. You're either here or you're gone. No, you're kind definitely of the two here options. at that point. <laughs> you know what they say, you're either here or you're gone. Um, yes, yeah, so I thought this was interesting. I asked our audience, what is the best-selling video game of 2020 so far? And they could vote between Animal Crossing or Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Um, which I thought was a funny, unfortunate trick question because 73% of our audience said Animal Crossing. Now, they may be right, but according to year-to-date NPD sales, we're digital and retail. Right now, last year's Call of Duty is still the best-selling game of last this year's. year. That makes actually uh, makes yes. more sense than this year's being. Yeah, because that's because nobody knows that this year's is out. Well, a nobody knows it's out, <laughs> and b why would you pay to see more Ronald Reagan? Hello there. Kind of sick, <laughs> mommy. <laughs> I, it does seem like that Call of Duty is a little quiet. Press F to commit like, war crimes. Right, it's <laughs> launching like strangely. Yeah, press strangely F quiet to ignore me. AIDS epidemic. <laughs> oh, all the memes. They're just giving me <laughs> all the memes. Just unload them. Unload those memes right on my face, Rich. Give it to me. All right, here come the memes, mommy. 
<laughs> that, that'll be my transition once Trump's out of office. I'll just transition to doing Reagan all the time. Sounds like a good plan. It's it's trickle down economics. <laughs> it all flows down from the top. <laughs> flows down my face. But Mr. Reagan, it looks like it's all pooling up there towards the top. It'll it'll come down. <laughs> Speaking of come, um, no, it's. <laughs> So these are the top six selling games of the year. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Madden 21, Last of Us Part 2, Ghost of Tsushima, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Grass of Sony for having three games in the top six. Um, but uh, again, PlayStation is just on fire. Um, but uh, yeah, so one thing people pointed out that is very true and interesting is that Nintendo hides their digital sales from the they don't let the mpd report those or they hide them which i don't understand why you would want to do that because it's none of your business shut up it would make your game even look even better because and that's why they have a little asterisk yeah. asterisk especially on the switch think. because you have to imagine a huge portion of their games are digital oh oh i, I bought it digitally. mostly digital I mean, for me on the switch like i bought a yeah, big yeah. old sd card on that for just that reason exactly like so like so, even if yeah. you are a you know physical media sort of person, it's just so easy to put those games on there. And if you don't want to update them, just leave it. Like it's 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 the perfect machine to have everything like yeah, already there's on. The occasional game I buy physical on there. Like the last thing I bought physical was that Mario collection mm -hmm. because yeah. I was like this weird limited thing. I want the cart. Yeah, yeah I was. I'm about to bullshit. buy that actually. Like I oh, because the you about GameCube that. controller support. Yeah, yeah, because they added support for the. For the GameCube controller, so you can finally play Galaxy Sunshine. the way it's supposed to, or Sunshine. Yeah, play Sunshine the way it's supposed to be played. With what is wrong? What is wrong with people? I, I, I'm not just there's nothing wrong with one to play that. I way, wish I, I the wish I had supposed waited. to have analog triggers. That yeah, was like I wish I had waited. Mm -hmm. Well, you had haptic feedback. The the beginning of haptic What's feedback the was poll? the GameCube. <laughs> Uh, anyways, I it very well could be that Animal Crossing actually has sold more. I think it's very possible. Oh, I don't doubt it. Uh, but unfortunately, the charts yeah, say it's, it's going to be basically impossible to tell because of that. Yeah, like you said, Nintendo. I bought that not... game digital, and I yeah, actually same. bought it digital because it was the beginning of quarantine, and I didn't want to leave my house. Like you I know, was I wonder, gonna buy. I wonder physical. if it sold more digital. I mean, we already mentioned digital sells really well on Switch, but I wonder if it sold even more of a percentage of the total digital for that reason. I think it would. Seriously, if it's the number two selling game and they're not counting any digital, you can basically double that number, I would say. Probably. Easily. I would triple even. I would. I would you I, could. I wouldn't you could be shocked triple. if it tripled when you did that. Yeah. So... I just wish, you know, we could. It'd be nice to have that reflected. But so everyone that voted Animal Crossing could be right. Very they well, very could, be, could be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is what but we is. will never know. Um, I, I thought this was interesting. PlayStation changed the look of their platinum trophy, which a lot of people were mentioning uh, to me, and I thought was kind of cute and also weird. So it's only platinum audience, plated now. They they had to cut back on costs. Tough times. Have you yeah. have you seen? Here, I'll send it, Josh. I don't know if you've seen it. Um. Let me send it to you. That's your dick. Whoops. So you, can... <laughs> <Oops. laughs> you just text that thing out by default at this point. 
<laughs> Sorry, that's no, like my signature at the end of an email. Legal case. Yeah, no, I he has to go back and delete that like three or four times. Any tries, any time he tries to email his mom a picture, just because it just it happens. It just happens. He's... Um, 40% of our audience was no fun, but 60% of our audience was fun because they said, yes, the new platinum trophy looks like the dragon statue you might find at your local smoke shop. Yeah, no, Um, that's, that's, that's a new age. The bottom of that is absolutely 100% hollowed out so you can hide weed. Definitely. Yeah. Mommy. Probably vape right through it too. Uh, yeah, it's weird. It's got like a blue orb in the middle. So to me, it actually looks less like a trophy. I actually, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's something, I actually like it less. I would say if I'm being honest, I like it less, but whatever it is, what it is. They're not here to please you little man. I don't like how they felt the need to put the X triangle X or the square triangle X O buttons. It's a cross. So why do I keep fucking that up? You know, they, they put the, the, the buttons on. I just don't see why that's, that just seems a little tacky to me. But yeah. Like you could just put a P on there for PlayStation or something. No, that's tacky. P is the same letter I, I, that starts with penis. The, the <laughs> Christian moms would lose their minds. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. Nothing like a good penis to make a mom lose her mind. Next caller. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Rich from New York. Do you think you're physically attractive? Yeah, I just wanted to say to Morgan that he should go fuck himself. Uh, Long time, first time. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's talking shit of Ghost of Tsushima and Final Fantasy. This is my favorite game. You tell him that Persona 5 Royal was the best fucking game this year. And if he (laughs) wants to come down here and fight me, Boston Park Plaza. 3.02 3.02 a.m. It is a bad neighborhood. It's in a location they call the Methadone Mile. You should meet me down there. It's fucking wicked hella dangerous. I did. <laughs> a wicked hella combo. I tried I to make it through the that. Methadone Mile last year. I, I, I only made it like four or five blocks. Did you know? <laughs> God, I'm going to aside to tell you guys this story. because It's I my find favorite it pub run. I'll, no, there is, um, and anyone in Boston will probably know the area. There is an area in Boston called the known as the Methadone Mile for obvious reasons. And I recently, like six to eight months ago, watched a documentary about the Methadone Mile and the opening shot of it pans on the best Western I stay at every year when I go to PAX. (laughs) (laughs) That a boy. I'm like, that's why it's so cheap. 53% 53% of our audience said they do not think that they are physically attractive, which is very sad. That sad is sad. Day. They're very, very lovely people. Except for you. You, you, you know who. You're gross. <laughs> Except you. You know who we're talking about. You're fucking disgusting. Look at yourself. I just like to try to find all these modest people. I'll just flip through all the votes and f- look for all the attractive people that voted no. Like, stop being humble, you piece of shit. Just take the fucking compliment. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's that's interesting, I thought. Just wanted to pull people. I think people are generally, uh, we're all, it's hard for to see us. Like, they, they say, I'm sure you guys have heard that old um, saying that if you saw yourself on the street, you wouldn't recognize yourself. Because you're used to staring at yourself in the mirror and you're so hypercritical of yourself that, like, I don't know if that's true or not. Obviously, no one does, but um, 
it's interesting to think about. Doppelgangers, hmm. really. That's what I'm getting at. Doppelgangers. I don't think it's what you're getting <laughs> really, at, though. I just want to talk about doppelgangers and how creepy they would be. Jake Gyllenhaal's doppelganger, enemy. Good movie. Go watch it. Uh, he uses a doppelganger to have sex with someone. All right. Very creepy. You really, I feel like you just really wanted to talk about this film and no one else does. So I, No, I, I don't. I just started thinking about doppelgangers. I started thinking about like seeing myself. And like not I just started myself. thinking about like what it would be like to have sex with me. <laughs> I put that on Twitter one time. I said, if you could fuck yourself, would you? And everyone was like, no, that's gross or whatever. I was like, what? Nah, Why really? is that gross? Really? If, I, if I could, I'd never leave the house. Right? I mean, now you're thinking with portals. <laughs> when life gives you lemons, uh, give the lemons back. Talk about a shame hole. Am I right, Rich? No. Bring it back. Bring Just it keep back. keep moving. <laughs> For glory. Cut your losses. Let's keep going. Mm, that's what she said. All right. Uh, the very last poll that's really here sad. was. <laughs> I don't even have anything. Just, just stop. I don't even have anything get cruel off. to say. That's just really sad. I'm sorry that happened to you. Just, just get off, man. Just it's, if you stop now, I like, won't. Like, look, tell man. We joke. We joke around here a lot, but you're my friend. I'm sorry that happened to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, 50% of our audience said Assassin's Creed Valhalla has been okay, and 50% said they love it. So it's split right down the middle. I still think this is sort of my larger issue, that people are still processing all these games. Like, the the year is not over. Yeah. There's so much to process still. And yet, it feels like with all these ceremonies and whatnot that the year is over. Yeah. I don't know. I I mentioned this before, and no one wants to do it, but, like, I feel like the cutoff should be a couple months before you're actually considering much of anything like October. Just, just, yeah. Like just give yourself time. Like oh, to like simmer on stuff. Yeah. Mean? Like game of the year stuff starts, starts hitting in February. Oh, okay. I get, I get it. Starts hitting <laughs> yeah, in February. March. Yeah. Game, we're going to do our game of the year for 2020 in uh, December of 2021. Yeah. When you've had time to actually we're play gonna, everything. Yeah. We need a whole year to really properly absorb mm-hmm. these games. Um, we, yeah, we should, we should do, we should do a game of the year this December for last year. That's what we should do just to throw people off. God, they would be so mad. Can so confused. Mad? Uh, they'd be like, did like I, I know 2020 the was one. really long, but did that, did that come out this year? I imagine people would message me telling me that somebody uploaded the wrong podcast. They'd be like, yeah, I think you guys uploaded last year's podcast. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. That's because we did, we did it on purpose. <laughs> and it was a terrible gag, and now we regret it deeply. <sighs> we'll see. It's a whole mess of stuff right now, and people are still just trying to process their new systems, and obviously big games still coming as just fucking chaos right now. So <sighs> we'll see. Anyways, um, Shay should be back next week. We should have a really exciting show if all goes well. Um, Thanksgiving. Hold on. Let me tape our expectations. Next week's show, if I'm being honest, <laughs> going to be a bit of a piece of shit. It's going to be so good. Hopefully. Um, anyways, it's been fun. We might be here Josh and you might want to be. Oh, Chomp there cast. you go. Chompcast. We might hear and Is you... Is it over yet? M- <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. What did this one... Let's see. What did this clock in at? 
Uh, is it over yet? This one only clocked in at about under two and a half hours because yeah. we had one person gone. So, and we didn't play any video games this week because we were crying in our sadness not getting PlayStation fives. I played a lot of video games. That's true. Rich is always playing games. He got two reviews up this week. It's a busy, busy, busy bee. Yeah, I played a lot, but it was either stuff mm-hmm. I already talked about or stuff I'm not ready to talk about. So, not ready yet. Not ready. But you know, soon. Mm-hmm. We have we'll have a lot of really exciting content, I think, in podcasts coming out soon. So, buckle up. I always tell the people just buckle up, even if it's not podcast related. Just be safe. Buckle up, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, good life advice. And uh, yeah, now I'm really just stalling for the end of the show. You should probably just to... end it. <laughs> Again, that's what she said. Oh, I got all the self burns today. Just end it. Put me out of my misery. That's what I'm asking you to do. <laughs> I want to thank Josh for being here from Michigan. Of course, Rich is here from New York. And I'm here from Montana. General Montana, Morgan. New York. You know, this is my best New York accent, Rich. Y'all That's from not... New Yorker. I like to get a pizza and look at the Ninja Turtles. How would That's you not that? how anyone here speaks. Yo, it's cold and I'm a little bit grumpy, but I like the Yankees, the Bronx Bombers. Huh. Is that not good? It's not bad. Is it bad? Nothing. That's our show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you next week. 